0: Wardowski, rape horse, mostly a race, rape horse. <clears throat> All right, we're good. Yeah, we're going.
1: I started recording when you said a rape horse.
0: Fantastic. <laughs> Hello, internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. Hey, I am your host Wade Mariano, and am joined as always by a one Trace Finocchiaro and
2: Laganda Anaconda.
0: That is a one Gunner Kennedy, gentlemen. How are we doing? Good.
2: Fucking sucks. <laughs> it's late on a Tuesday. We, we, it's January in Central New York. We,
0: it live, is, in, we it, live in the, we live in the Arctic Circle's gooch. It is very cold. And in the recent news, Syracuse is currently in lead for the Golden Snowball, which for those that are not local to the area, that's the most snowfall in New York.
1: Yeah, we're winning it right now.
0: And I would imagine it's comparable to pretty much anywhere in. The United States. You saw... Send me a or something.
2: Random blurbs aside, you saw that it hit negative 114 on Whiteface, right? I
1: did, yeah. It was so cold this weekend on Whiteface. That article was wrong. I'm not surprised. For really? some fucking reason, everybody decided to repost the Whiteface Mountain or whatever the mountain was. That article, I actually clicked on it because nobody fucking clicks on articles. They just read the titles. <laughs> that article was from like 2016. <clears throat>
2: No, it's it's, I, uh, it's, I didn't, it's, it's it's now. I looked. I, I looked in Google. It it came up as a top search. It can't be wrong.
0: I didn't even I know there was an article. There's Just, no
2: objective reality. Just Google searches. One
0: now. of my coworkers, who's a big hiker right. and like they do snowshoeing and all that shit, like they said that's what she told me. So I assume she probably read the headline of an article and it wasn't true. I mean, like it if, was true back in well,
2: the the the, tr- the trick is you climb up to the top of the mountain and you pull your pants down and if your dick falls off. And it's that cold, and it's even more impressive if you don't have one, and it still falls off.
0: <clears throat> so, that wasn't true, but uh, <laughs> it was still fucking cold, though, up here. I mean, we got to, it felt like, what, negative <clears> 31
1: at yeah. one point? Yeah, I mean, today it warmed up to, I think, 12, and it felt like A fucking summertime. <laughs> it's crazy when you look outside the window at work, and the parking lot, is, like, the, the salt that they've put down on the snow is just starting to melt the snow only where the sun is hitting the parking lot. Yeah,
0: otherwise it's just sitting there doing nothing, like, not doing its job. <clears throat> it was so cold that, like, when I came back from work tonight, um, it was 19 degrees out, and I was like, shit, this is nice. This is, like, I wish it was like this
2: all the time. Did you, did you rub some <clears throat> snow on your nipples just to... Just to... Feel the the burn. Absolutely. Like an animal. Without a doubt. I did that yesterday when
0: it was negative seven out.
2: You snow shower.
1: It's crazy because with all the snow, these kids, you know, they had like a long weekend and they want to go out and play, but they're crying in seconds like because their limbs are starting to get frostbit.
0: Well, I, I figure like I'm trying to lose weight. Like, so if I just go out there without a shirt, yes, parts of my anatomy will be. You know, parts of my anatomy that I don't want to be hurt will be hurt. But eventually, if I just get frost belly on my stomach, just cut it cut it away from my carcass. frost, it'll be, frost, frost belly, frost belly.
2: That that's that is your
0: new. One. Did, I, did I say frost belly and yes. not frostbite? Frost belly. Oh, TM that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Getting ready for the summer, ladies. Come out to come out to fucking frost East Bump be- New York.
2: I heard it frost feels belly. warm. Frost belly. Uh, uh, uh,
1: I heard you, it feels warm. It feels cold at first, and then it hurts, and then it feels warm. Well, no, and then it feels nothing.
2: It, well, no, that, that's a that's a, <clears> a medical treatment now. You hear the cry the cryo. Oh, it's such cool or Something. It's so like Ma- makes I've all, heard makes, that. Makes, yeah. Makes all your fat cells go like, hey. This, yeah, that's because that's gonna no kinda, no
0: that's not gonna shitty. make anybody lose weight. Just fucking go easy on on the sandwiches. Don't get extras. Count your calories, and get off your ass once y- y- in a while.
2: You know. You know what. You know what helps you lose weight is uh, spinning the, the the wheel of woe. <clears throat> what the fuck is the wheel of woe? Uh, it's the this it it is the thing that you work to he- to hear what is best in oh, his life. Oh yeah,
0: the wheel. Okay. I the, thought that was a wheel of pain. The wheel of pain. <laughs> what is that? It's from the movie the ori- the original Conan the Barbarian. <clears throat> so like, dude, this shit's actually pretty fucking lit. So Conan is from a small tribe somewhere fucking snowy. If you told me it was Norway or Sweden, I'd be like, okay.
2: ancient Samaria. Ancient Samaria.
0: Mm-hmm. And he's, his people, um, he's a child. He's a young, young child, like five or six. And his people are skilled at steel work and they worship this god called Krom, the, the god of steel. Mm-hmm. And uh, Set, the followers of Set, and I don't remember.
2: Fulsa Doom. Fulsa Doom. The, they, they played by... James, James Earl Jones, Jones himself. Oh wow! They raid the village with 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 bitchin' bitchin' bangs. Yeah, yeah.
0: James Earl Jones had like Prince Valiant bangs, like long hair and fucking bangs. Uh huh. So they raid this village and they fucking murk everybody except for the children, and they send the children. They murk everyone. Murk, murk They kill. Oh, Mercenaries okay. kill. Okay. Murk. Sorry.
2: There, 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 Yeah, it's it's, it's the reaver hole, like, eat, rape, death, maybe in that order, you, you know, if you're lucky. So they take
0: all the kids, mm-hmm. and they send them these this labor camp, and they attach them with chains to this thing called the Wheel of Pain. <coughs> it's just this big-ass fucking wheel with giant spokes. They put their hands on it, and they just push around in circles. Forever. Until they get strong enough and big enough, and then they go into a little gladiator pit the size of this fucking room, and kill each other essentially
1: so the wheel of pain mm-hmm. is just a wheel
0: it's essentially it's a wheel it's probably like attached to some like sort a, of a it's mill a mill so it's yeah. like
1: a strange hamster wheel well it, but they're it, all it's it, it's being repurposed because they're actually getting some
2: well, it, it, it's like a you ever see like a you know, like an old like a like a ship steering wheel where it's got the hand it's got the spokes on the outside of it mm-hmm. that pretty much that so you just like it's a log you put your hands on it you're chained to it they're just doing and that. Just spin it, yes. Yeah, so you you're just do just walking that shit in till you're ready to go fight someone to the death. Yeah, it's like this stone disc that weighs 20, 30 tons. Does something that work? Like that. And, does
1: that work the correct muscles?
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> That's actually a good I, question because I, I could see if Conan had giant legs yeah. and maybe like strong shoulders well, no, and traps, strong but, shoulders but, and but, tries, but, but, but like, the, he's but good at thing, pushing
1: stuff, but. Like if somebody just pulls on him a little bit, he just falls over. And the
0: thing is, because Bernie, like when he's big, like he he was using steroids a little bit, nothing crazy like they are today. But it's like you would have to eat a fuck ton of food. They didn't look like they were feeding those kids very well. Or well, they eating? No, the it's
2: wheel? it's the part that they don't want to talk about because it's like the whole the whole thing was is that he had the kids chained to it, and if a kid died or like somebody died, they didn't take them off. So you have dead, you have dead, you have dead buddy mm-hmm. hanging on the back and you got to carry his weight along with dead weight. the wheel. So just you just eat him to take the weight down? you take a mile <laughs> of him off the side, but it's also like, you know what, you got to wait the I a joke. I just off. figured
1: that, I mean, if you spend your whole life on a wheel, eating a person isn't the worst thing.
2: I mean, they're like, if, if, if. I don't if, know, if, man. It sounds pretty you, fucking bad. If you live like the hamster, you live like the hamster in always. But if
1: you just push a wheel your whole life and you never get to do anything but push a wheel, eating a person, oh, is, isn't really that bad. I mean, the bad part is that you don't get to do anything but push a wheel. Well, oh, that you're
2: walking in shit constantly. I'm sure they didn't get bathroom breaks I mean, on the wheel of pain. I mean, the person's dead.
1: It's What's not the, like
2: how's the wiping situation work on that? I, I don't, don't even know. You're, you, do you already one. felt
1: the, bad the, when the you kept pushing is. the wheel and they got caught underneath it and got crushed. So. You can't get
2: caught
0: underneath it. Uh-huh. You can only be dragged. Okay. Because it's like, it's like if the wheel was like down like this, like this actually. Just to put put logs out here. How did they just die? Just spin this
1: shit. What's that? How did they die? Starvation.
0: Yeah, starvation probably exhaustion, mm-hmm. exposure. Dude, so it was like you,
1: cold up there. So when you're that starving <laughs> and you still have to push a wheel, I think, I think a broken leg sounds like a delicious treat.
0: I mean, it kind of would have to be, I guess. You got to find the silver lining somewhere.
1: Is it? I know there's some meats that you can eat without cooking them. Is human one of them?
0: No, I highly doubt Gunner's it. Gunner's saying no.
1: No, you'd have to at least cure it with <laughs> like of salt shit. Like beef, you can eat, but chicken you can't. Pork, you're not supposed to. Uh,
0: yeah. although I heard well, yeah, there's no, like pork, the trigonosis can, isn't as right? big of a problem anymore. Isn't like sauerkraut and stuff
2: like that? Is that cooked? I don't think that's oh, cooked, right? Eat what? I'm sorry. I was. I was looking at dick. What, what was it?
1: <laughs> he mentioned some type of pork. What was it? Soprasat? Soprasat. It's a cured meat.
2: Um well it, like salami. It, yeah, but but even that, I mean like you're you're effectively killing off biomaterial just during the smoke, the you know like the the, the smoke. Yeah, the mm-hmm. smoking of it does. I guess it is kind of You know, cooked, you're yeah. dry cuz it, it, it it's you know like um you're effectively getting it and holding it at the same temperature that you would if you were doing sous vide or something like Maybe that.
1: Maybe that's what you do. You get the, what is it called, the wheel of death? The wheel of pain. The wheel, wheel of pain. Of pain. You I'm get the wheel positive it's wheel of pain. So you get the wheel of pain and you just set that section on fire and you just, like, keep blowing out the flame and just kind of slow roast that body that's getting dragged around. Wheel, wheel about, of pain. Is it the, okay, I bet it's just the wheel of sorrow. Okay, I found this on the web for wheel of pain. <clears throat> Cut it out. That's your, like a metal thumb Nobody needs to know you're Googling this shit. It's all inside your intelligent brain.
0: <laughs> you're supposed to know everything good. Maybe it's the Wheel of Sorrow.
2: No, well, no. There, it, you, are, you are right, because there is a lesser Wheel of Pain, <laughs> and then the Thrall Taker. <laughs> what? From uh, I, I Conan Exiles, the <clears throat> game.
0: Okay, no, I'm, I'm talking about... No, it's the Wheel of Pain. I was right. You're it's right. the Wheel of Pain. Mm-hmm. Maybe, <laughs> what if, like, they... There was, you know, they had some sort of ancient contraption that the faster the wheel spent, the more friction there was. And a fire would start in the middle to kind of keep everyone somewhat warm. And that's what they cooked the people that fell on.
1: Mm-hmm. they're that's just what pushing I'm saying. Like, shit. make like, that push, wheel out push. of hickory.
0: I want my shit well done. Push, push, push. Maybe that's how Conan got so big. He liked his human well done.
1: Mm-hmm. He, knew, he knew not mm-hmm. to eat the fatty parts.
0: Can you imagine fucking going into like a job interview and all you fucking have on your resume is the wheel of pain? I pushed the wheel of pain for fifteen years.
2: I pushed things over. I pushed things over. It's like wow.
0: <laughs> so you know how to push things. Would push. you even be
1: able to speak English?
0: I am. Push. I mean, he spoke English in the movie. Well, mm-hmm. is, is so? Here's oh, the question. question. Uh, he here's kind question. of already knew English. He already knew how to speak before he uh, his family got murdered.
2: Is 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 it is is he the pusher robot or the shover robot?
1: I would say he's the pusher robot. What the fuck is a robot? Why is a oh, robot in God. the pain? It's a wheel? meme.
2: It's you, an old oh, meme. It's kind old. Of. Yes, it's, it's like really it's, old. It's old that effectively people have gotten to drinking it traced, age since it originally came out. This
0: was shared on the SOS mailing list years and years ago. You actually know what? A
2: terrible it is. secret of space.
1: The pusher robot or the puller robot? I am terrible. the pusher robot. <laughs>
2: The terrible secret of space. We'll
0: try and put a link to it, but yes. if we don't, look up pusher or puller, pusher or shover robot,
1: shover robot. It's
0: funny. You, I think you'll probably remember it once
1: you go down memory lane and look it up again. But um, uh, you know, I was playing Cards Against Humanity. Um, <clears throat> I think it was Thanksgiving with some family, and uh, one of the cards was. Uh, I want to poop back and forth forever. Poop back and forth? Oh,
0: God. (laughs) Yeah. And
1: when that card came down, I just started laughing uncontrollably. And it's because I'd seen the... It's from a movie. And I'd seen the clip. And uh, I don't even know what movie it's from. I mean, I didn't go buy the movie. I just remember the video going viral. But, you know, viral was different back then. Back then, viral was like 1,200 views. (laughs) Right. Now viral is like you know, it's like twenty three million views, but it's in the course of a couple of days and then everybody calls it dead like four days later. They're like, That's dead. Mm-hmm. That meme is dead. That's nobody wants to see the Ugandan knuckles anymore. Yeah,
0: people are done uh, You must protect the Queen. People are done with like the flossing it's, it's dance really, from
2: Fortnite. That's really that's really like horribly racist. And VR chat just like V. I didn't think anything could plummet past Second Life VR chat. Just like ball, balls deep in that.
1: What um, what's the one I see although all the, the Penguin, time although, now? although the
2: Penguin Brothers one is pretty
1: good. Uh the TikTok shit. I keep seeing that. Yeah, all oh TikTok. Over. Yeah, it's. Have you guys installed it yet? Absolutely
0: not. I refuse because there are some like I've heard stories and I've seen some stories about some very weird people, like child predators and shit. Mm-hmm. That use that and they like, oh, do a duet with fucking preteens. It's all like little kids on that shit.
1: Yeah, I don't know how I don't know how accurate this is, but my eight-year-old son told me that the Musically app was shut down and that the creators created TikTok. Um, and he says it's just like a newer version of the Musically app. But I, first of all, I don't know if that's a fact. Um, and second of all, I don't know how similar they are because I've never installed either one. But I, I see tons of videos now with TikTok. Like, um, did you see the one with um, somebody got the emojis that like move with your face and they did like a fake nickelback video? No. Oh, it's it's really good. Is it? Yeah. Because
0: for every good video, there's probably about 10 cringy ones.
1: Well, that's what's kind of cool about it. And that's what I like about some of these new apps. It's like when YouTube first came out, it was tons of shitty content and then. Once in a while, you'd strike gold and you'd get a really good video. So what we would do, because we had nothing better to do because we were their age or maybe a little bit older, but not, you know, we hadn't yet kind of gotten into the workforce and gotten these like jobs, which are a little bit more important because we need a place to live on our own and not our parents. And... We would just click on YouTube videos and click and click and click. And back then there was so, YouTube didn't really, wasn't really, didn't have the recommended videos yet, remember? So it wouldn't just give you related videos uh, stream on the side. So you just keep searching. You just search stuff. You'd search like dog and then you'd find stuff. But when you found something on YouTube, you had to share it because it's like, what the hell is this? Um, Do you remember the party time video? Party time, oh, yeah.
0: Um, King Mumbali George, yeah, yes. yeah, Mumbali George, yes. party time. That video, <laughs> Look that one up, everyone. That's a real keeper, the <mumbles> gem of the <a> song <laughs> <laughs> in the club, Bye. in the club,
1: yeah. And I remember that being so gold, <laughs> but it like that video, I think, still to this day, doesn't have more than 30,000 views, and I think I'm about 10,000 of them. Yes, because <laughs> I just play it when I'm in a bad. Just mood.
0: before anything eventful happens in your life, you must play that song.
1: And there's, there was that—that that was that's what YouTube was, and that's what memes were. But they were memes. I felt like they were much more like inside jokes.
0: Well, I think like the medium was different. I mean, I know we definitely consumed several. Like, these memes is not a new thing, right? Like, we used to find videos on Newgrounds. Remember going to Newgrounds.com? They'd be awesome, like Java games and Flash games and shit. Mm-hmm. But there'd also be some kind of, like, funny memes and stuff like that you could find on there.
1: Was e bombs World another one, I want to say? Yeah, e bombs World E-Balms. had tons of stuff. Um, wow. Kind of the dark side of it was Style Project, and Style Project had some stuff, too. Um, but uh, remember Heavy.com? Yeah. Decker Chibi. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah, could yeah, like yeah, play yeah. games against each other in like Flash or Shockwave or something. You mm. know what? I'm amazed. I'm And you'd be like two of us sitting at a computer keyboard playing their stupid. Shockwave. Internet. So yeah. I
2: I don't know if you have like been keeping up on this stuff. Like Newgrounds, Newgrounds, Newgrounds is actually becoming relevant again. Is it really? Well, the, I well, noticed
1: that they're still around, and their website looks pretty nice still.
2: Well, but nobody, nobody, nobody was going to it but um there's been no there's there's been like well i don't know i mean like so you have um a couple things going on right now and it's like you know you try not to dodge too much into politics so you remember do you remember when craigslist took off the personal ads Mm -hmm. yeah that was actually
0: pretty recently right right like relatively recently
2: well, there's a there's a there's a couple there's a couple of laws that got passed in the states like FOSA and so so. Uh, I hope if like I actually the had anti-trafficking like, laws, right? Well, uh, they said that they were for it, but more it's <clears throat> to the point is that they um, kind of like how the the European Union does copyright. There are just certain things that you can't enforce arbitrarily anymore. They're like there's no discretion, so. Um, Facebook has been doing a bunch of stuff where they've just been like stripping content because it has keywords in it or what the the, the 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 machine flagged it as. And um, you know, like they have the same issue with um Twitter or YouTube. YouTube does. That. I've YouTube, that I've YouTube YouTube was demonetized. That. you know, you know again like there's a lot of, like um just like slice All life channels, you get stuff like that, but people Anything that could t- that could uh, meet their metrics of having anything to do with sex or that or, uh, words that are like in the, the the Venn diagram of sex, were getting dinged and
1: like, like eggplant uh, emoji.
2: Well, I mean, like that—that's just that giant purple, giant purple bling blonger.
1: Um, or the peach emoji.
2: Or the peach emoji. I think I think the corgi butt. Look at that of bread. So <laughs> enticing. No, um, I
1: kind of feel bad for those two.
2: What, the peach and the curry? Or the peach and the, the eggplant?
1: Yeah. Because you could actually want to actually like, like somebody say, hey, what are you doing? And you could be an eggplant farmer and you could actually be sending them like a bunch of eggplants. And it's completely contextual relevant, but instead they think that you got like six boners for them. I feel bad for the eggplant emoji. There needs to be like, like a new eggplant emoji that actually means eggplant, so that we can continue to use eggplant for penis. And same thing with peach.
2: It's very, it's very, it's 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 very difficult to express with with just ask, with an ASCII character string. <laughs> <Gosh>. What? <laughs> <clears throat>
1: Um, so you're I, making I, a point I, I, I about I, Newgrounds.
2: I gotta ask for your manager here, right now. So you were making well, a but. point about Newgrounds. <laughs> well, no, Newgrounds. So, um, well, it's just funny because New Newgrounds basically did the Pornhub thing, where it's like, yeah, we're no, we're we're not dicks. If you guys got, if you're getting driven off of other places, come back. You know, you want to come here, like a haven
0: for creators that don't really want to fucking worry about yes copyright infringement or. Fair well, use. I
2: mean, like, I don't, I don't, know, I don't, I like YouTube is, or is it just they want to do
0: dirty, y- like dirtier stuff, edgier stuff that there's well, no room for not, anymore? It's not on even. YouTube. I mean,
2: like, it's not even that. Like, there was, um,
0: dirtier is not the word that I
2: meant. Well, no, no, no. But I mean, like, it, it, there's a, there's a bunch of stuff. Like, you'll have, you know, uh, w- where you want to get into semantics or not. YouTube YouTube has just fundamentally changed. Well, it's last. become it's because it's become big business. It wasn't big business before. But you like know. now you have like
0: actual like real sponsors well, you know, who are paying real to, fucking money that, that to, are paying real they have salaries to, make, they have to, make money, to YouTube part. and Google essentially executives and it's like that's it's, once you incorporate and you become the machine essentially where you're getting sponsors and your money is coming from other places it's done like you have to conform to whatever those sponsors tell you to conform to if you once you become dependent upon that money this is where businesses like Google and YouTube go wrong, in my opinion. The customer is not always right. Well, not they the kind of should be, but your
2: customer should be your consumers, the people well, consume well, it, not the people paying you to put the shit on. Well, no, but, but here here's the thing is that fundamentally, just because just because we say a sentence doesn't mean that it's it's always correct in the original context that we said it was like you're saying the customer is always right or you know like which is the part to say like you know you're not in business very long if you don't have customers coming to you but originally youtube's biggest thing was getting eyes on screen getting getting people to watch content getting people to come in and produce content and the business has changed from doing that to basically how do we get, how do we get the at least the, the most number of advertisers that aren't associated with militant Islamic recruiters or something like, you know, like that, this whole, it, it's, you have the single largest aggregated live video database in the history, you know, in history that for, for, for very real, for very real, reasons is probably unmanageable by by human beings oh yeah definitely and there's there, there's how way do, too much how do you, how do, out you there structure, for... how do you structure a business that's designed around managing these data sets on what amounts to capricious and fickle random on a case you know like it, it, effectively it is a case-by-case basis that has to be managed, you know, like it, right. It, and the it's, case is going to get backlogged because it's too much shit. Like this is, I definitely
0: completely agree with you. It's what you hear from a lot of YouTube content content creators. Like, and we've talked about this before. How it's no longer for the creators. Like, YouTube doesn't want to hear shit from the original creators. They want the celebrity creators, the guys that bring in more larger audiences easier. Not shooting on Will Smith. I don't know the guy. I like actually some of his music and some of his movies.
2: The the year the but, year the year in review was kind of just right weird. The but.
0: YouTube year in review was kind of fucked up, and it didn't really feature a lot of, I mean, prime and core YouTube content creators. And the reason was that is that if that's that's not what the new YouTube or YouTube in its current state, excuse me, is interested in. It's how how many how can we get more ads on and how can we make more money. But here's the silver lining. Maybe, so long as they don't get completely rolled through some sort of legal litigation or whatever, new grounds can come back to life. Maybe that could be the new YouTube where content creators
2: get the props they deserve and, and, and they're happy to make the stuff. You know, and I, I, we, we, have, we have our navel gazing because we've already been through two of these exercises in our lifespan, right? I mean, like, you know, fucking MySpace was the thing until it wasn't um something awful was the thing until it wasn't you know I mean like 4 awful you know that's where the pusher and that's where the pusher and robot came from man you don't know really so so, so you know, before, before there was 4B or 4chan yeah or dash B there was the something awful forums oh I was aware you had you, yes basically the, the two largest co- co- collect collective groups on the internet were VW vortex. And something awful, and something awful was a den of villainy and of vice that you, you that, that human beings are not prepared to Wasn't imagine. Wasn't there a
1: super reform that was fucking huge too?
2: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, like Nazoc or something like that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it being an acronym. North American, Subaru, Subaru, something. Yeah, I remember that. Be And the thing that was great about the Subaru forums is that they weren't moderated as strictly. Like the Volkswagen, the VW Vortex one you're talking about, the Volkswagen one was very heavily moderated. The reason that it was so popular is because a whole bunch of people that couldn't fucking afford to buy shit and fix I their want cars. Buy, I
2: want to buy a nice German car want,
1: that is very broken. Yeah, they wanted to go online and, and find out how to fix it. And then they wanted to fucking put a spoiler on it, so they were trying to trade shit. But the Subaru one was interesting because I believe that a lot of people just didn't even care about Subarus on there. They just went on there, and that's where I believe we saw the um, uh, Mozilla. do you remember Moshzilla? This poor girl was in a mosh pit and she was moshing. But the picture that was oh, taken of her—this yes. expression that she has on her face—she <laughs> looked like, yeah, she looked like a monster. It was
0: quite unflattering. The picture was. <coughs> yeah, it was at a
1: hardcore show. Yeah, yeah. And what was even better is, even though you could see her face, there was a guy behind her that could not see her face, and he had this look of utter disgust. <laughs> And it just brought the whole picture together. Are you pulling up Moshzilla right yes. now? And <laughs> yes. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's terrific. Now, what I remember was the Subaru forums had remixes of Moshzilla. So if you do like, what, what did they call it? Was it, was it, it wasn't remix back then? What did they call it?
0: I don't know. Gosh, like, I don't know. But like maybe you've got Photoshop.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> the pirate. With the yep, so Wade pulled up a picture, and Machstella's got a, a parrot on her shoulder. She's got a patch over her eye, and one of her legs has been replaced with a, a wooden leg.
0: Yeah, like there's <laughs> the cop macing her face. Like there's a, yeah.
1: And I remember the super reforms exposing that. Um, that's that's kind of what I remember about memes. They weren't huge. They weren't like like every. 12 year old in the nation knew what they were it was whoever just happened to stumble upon the internet and just search for weird things and they were in different places they weren't all centralized now you can find out pretty much the meme of the week just by going to youtube um, or you know hanging out in a couple of chat servers with people that play video games or whatever but back then it was uh they were kind of little hidden treasures and, like, I remember when the, the, the G.I. Joe public service announcement dubs came out.
0: Oh, yeah, by, oh, I'm forgetting the name of the guys that did them. <clears throat> Pork Jeff sandwiches and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And. F- F- Flenser, Flesner? 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 Yeah, Fle- Flenser Films. Fensler, Fensler Films. Fensler Films. I think yes. that's it, yeah. And do you know that The reason you
1: remember that is because, I'm sorry to talk over you, Gunner, but it's my topic, so fuck you. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. It's rough. Uh, but uh, no. But with the Fensler Films, it's because those videos, in order to watch them, you had to go to FenslerFilms.com, yeah. and he actually had the videos inside the page, and you needed QuickTime installed. So if you had a PC, you had to go to Apple's website and you had to download and install QuickTime. So we all knew it was Fensler Films because you couldn't really share a video like that unless you shared the website. And then he got so many fucking hits that he had to take down the high quality versions of them, and he put up shit quality versions. And now the YouTube. Versions of them that still exist are all fucking terrible quality.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, because you know the whole thing is that uh, Hasbro actually sued them, or Has Has Hasbro, Hasbro, Hasbro of made them did. take those down. And
1: well, they live on on YouTube.
2: Well, they live on on YouTube, and what makes it more funny is that um, the GI Joe movie that they just did, the mm-hmm. first one that they did, they had to. Take that they had like part of why that's so like weirdly paced is they had to go back and chop that up after the fact because they slipped the guy the guys who did the the screenwriting for that film actually have lines from those GI Joe safety films in that fucking film and really? they had to go back and edit that <clears throat> shit out after the, the, f- fact. the fence the Fencelers yes
1: oh wow. Whoa.
2: <laughs> ooh,
0: ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom massage. You kid, I'm a computer. Stop with all the downloading. I,
1: well, um, you know. <laughs> oh, look, I'm totally going so fast. Oh, fuck. Oh, uh, <laughs> give him the give him the stick. Don't give him the stick. <laughs> yeah, those videos are great, but I play them for mm. like I played them for my son, and he just he's bored. Oh, really? Yeah, Dang. there's something that got lost. That sucks, and, and it's not just him. Like I'll play them for somebody my age, and it's kind of, and they kind of get lost. And I think the the thing is, is that our attention spans are different than they were back then. You know that way you're talking. You're talking almost twenty years ago. We were watching those videos. Probably closer we, to
0: fifteen, but
1: we would just sit and, and and stare at the screen and just wait for something to happen. And it was so weird that the public service announcements that we had grown up with you know, as like, you know, five, ten-year-old kids...
2: Hi, kids. I'm a giant cobra monster, but while we're here, I'd like to remind you that fire safety is very important. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying that if your weather dominator gets out of control, you must be sure to be able to find a fire exit at least at three locations in that room. Have a response plan. You don't want to panic your supervisor, mom, or despotic overlord. That wasn't one, was it? No, but the, okay. but, but it's, it's we, like, we, we were like on the, 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 the cusp of just the innate cynicism that comes from being a well, Also, we definitely,
0: and this is kind of a sign that we're old. Not that we're old, but. Oh, we're old. You're I old. mean we're old well, right old. like we're getting old. We're not old per se yet, but it's it's I'm, coming.
1: Yeah, I'm fine cool. being called old. I I mean like I'm, I'm You go out to a bar old. where people are like 20 average age, average being like 18 to 22. You walk in there and you're in your late 30s.
2: Get the fuck out.
1: Yeah, they call you grandpa. It's yeah. fucking sad. Unless you show up with mushrooms <laughs> and you're their friend. Get worried. It's just like I wonder before.
0: if if it's just that form of humor has come and gone. Like that really, really baseline dumb humor, and it's so like dumb and weird <clears throat> that it's just not that funny anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean like the pork chop sandwiches one, you know, they were a bunch of they were like they redid that video. You know, it was the house fire one or whatever, Gunner. I think Gunner was quoting it or maybe he was quoting something else. And I
2: was just it.
1: He comes down, you know, the G.I. Joe comes downstairs and the kids were like cooking on the stove. And there's a fire and then the fire department comes and they teach the kid a lesson. But in, in the Fensler film version, the kids downstairs were retarded and they started talking like, like they would if they had some problems speaking. And they're t- like what they say doesn't make any coherent sense. And the G.I. Joe turns to him and he says, get the fuck out, you fucking idiot. And that's it, just that type of humor isn't as funny to people anymore you can't you don't really i mean maybe it is maybe it's just not funny with our age group because and, we're and i supposed wonder if it's be because now
0: it blew up like that type of humor really did blow up like that's <clears throat> I that if, if i were to pick a comedian who did that humor very well i would say will ferrell is like the face of that shit and
2: he's old now oh god and he's been doing step, that for so oh long. god step brothers step brothers is so good it is, but it's not anymore.
0: Yeah, but it, like it's not it, not that it's it's why the it's why that Watson and Holmes failed miserably because they're doing
1: the same old act. Is it okay if I hated Step Brothers? Is it okay I mean, if I've okay, never even I, seen Step Brothers? I know what it is, I, but I've, I've never hate. seen it. The bunk bed scene was funny, but when besides he's rubbing that, his balls
2: on the drums, I don't know. He wipes his ass with the toilet cozy.
1: When he was when he was rubbing his balls on the drums, I did laugh.
2: But when he's like just having the moment of panic and he's in the bathroom and. He's there's nothing to do it. I didn't find floor.
1: I didn't find the premise to be that funny though. Like these two adults living with their parents still, I didn't find that to be very funny. But um, the bunk bed scene was pretty funny. But yeah, I don't know that.
2: <laughs> it was really just the cry of anguish.
1: I I, I probably I'm probably uh, the minority when it comes to that. I think most people really liked that movie.
0: Yeah, no, I, I definitely, especially specifically in our like age group and maybe a little bit older. But I, but I think, like, and I like Will Ferrell a lot. I really think he's hilarious. I think he's a, one of the best. But that t- his time is over.
1: My, my favorite, I think, I think my favorite role was when he was sitting at the dinner table during the Saturday Night Live skit. And when the kids were disrespecting him at the table. And he just threw a hissy fit and just announced, like, the type of car that he owned. Like the daughter was being complete trash and she's like, Fuck you, I'm not gonna eat my dinner. I mean, I didn't swear starting alive. And he's like, I I I drive a Dodge Stratus He just shouted it over the top. I that type of humor I thought was that's, pretty good.
0: That's the goofy, like the goofy, almost bordering on ridiculous type of humor. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But but it's definitely it's not like um Jokes that require, like Carlin jokes, that require a bit of thought sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not that, right? But that's the humor that was popular, I feel, with our age group because that was, that's kind of what was happening on the comedy scene when we were coming into our own. You know,
2: I want to, I, I want to roll back a, a little bit here, and it goes kind of back to GI Joe, and why we thought the 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 service announcements were funny. Do you watch Thundercats? When you were a kid, when I was a kid, I watched the, a little you know, bit, of, the, a little the, bit of Thundercats, the yeah, and their knockoffs, the Silver Hawks and all that. So I never know, saw the Silver Hawks. You know, the, I do remember b- b- Thundercats. Bullshit action figure, weird Japanese Toei hybrid. And then... Did you see that they did a new one on Cartoon Network, like Teen Titans Go? Um, I had heard about it, but I didn't, I didn't watch it at all. Was it uh, Thundercats Rar or something like that? And. Just the amount of butthurt that emerged over having a giant lion man with a magic sword fight a mummy <clears throat> for evil. And, you know, like, it, again, it, it's just, it, there's, like, there were these things that were treated with this, like, sense of pathos that if you try to, I, I I consider it, like... We laugh at it because like if you try to explain to your grandparents what the fuck you were doing, just the the, the stone face the stone face that you get, like I don't know, you can watch you can watch Uncle Grandpa with Carmine and like at least get what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. You picture your parents like, okay, let's watch fucking Transform you know, like maybe there's just like it it, it it's this Maybe this is just an experience that was denied her parents, and we're caught in like this trans, this like zone of. We tried to, we tried. We, um, I don't know. How to, are you just trying to hammer home the point of we're all just man children? No, I'm not even saying that. I'm saying like yeah, it's I'm this. Lost. It's so cartoons now are made either by people from our generation mm-hmm. or younger, and it's just the way that the you know like the jokes themselves you know like you know, even even the film you know like you have you have some old you have some old comedy writers and stuff like that but it's it's this it's this idea that you know even Miyazaki talks about this with his films which is that like you know Miyazaki you know Miyazaki's kind of like the 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 the, the 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 modern Walt Disney as far as the animated form goes sure and he fucking hates it he fucking hates animation <clears throat> But the thing is, is that when he, when him and his partners got into the business, they, they didn't, they weren't cartoon fans. They didn't like, you know, like there's stuff that's kind of become its own syntactical language. And maybe this is where like, you know, like the, 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 the public service announcements besides people being dopey and stuff like that and the shitty recording quality and things like that. It's also just like, it's kind of, it. Cranks up the ridiculousness of that of that gesture, where it's like, "Here, we just had these guys fighting fucking bat monsters in the middle of the uh, the middle of the the Brazilian rainforest." And oh, by the way, did you make sure that you turned your library books in on time?
1: And I I think what I'm hearing you say, which you know, the path you're getting there, oh, sorry, reminds it's... me of a fly.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I think the point that you're saying is that the show was considered somewhat serious to us as children. And the public service announcements actually turn the seriousness up a notch. So even if there was some candid character back and forth in the show, the public service announcements, it's like, you know what? We're not actors anymore, even though it's still the fucking drawing of the guy that's running around with the other troops. And for him to say anything that's not serious is very, very strange for us. But I think it's more than that. I think that there is like an awkward humor to it that is is actually gone. Like it's no longer what, you, part of our culture. You can't. You, you that's can't, what I find more interesting. Well, you can't do it. The fact that this guy that picks up a freaking wire that's jumping around on the on the road, and the kid turns and he says, "Let's launch over it," because we all had, like, we all rode around on bikes, and. It could be the smallest stick and you would try to fucking launch over the stick. Like it, like the stick was the largest ramp in the world. But even kids today do that, but it's not there's not enough contrast between that joke and between the jokes that the kids are used to now for it to be to resignate as funny anymore. There was enough contrast back then because we hadn't really been exposed to such extreme h- styles of humor. That's what I think. Well, it is. that's
0: you, you know what you're probably right. They had done it first, that's why it was funny to us. This then that kind of was my point. Like, like that Simpsons. time is
1: over. That's like Simpsons, right? Right. I mean, with home, I, I remember when some of the uh, some of the uh, um, the coverage on Simpsons was negative, and they they thought that it was bad influence for. Um, for kids to be watching right. a show. Oh,
0: this looks like a dysfunctional family, and it looks like yeah, yeah. The
1: father was always going to the bar, and the kid was out. His Bart was always getting into trouble. Um, and I mean, remember when the Simpsons hit their peak? There was actually multiple songs by the Simpsons, to the Bart Man on the radio. Yeah, yeah. There was some weird thing that I think, like Lisa sings the blues or something like that. Maybe that wasn't on the radio, but the Bartman was. Yeah. And that's that's a, a cultural impact where everybody has their own opinion on it. People are laughing about it, but you can't just you can't just get those episodes, play them again twenty years later and expect the exact same response.
0: I also wonder, like when the with The Simpsons, what audience is that after at this point? Are there people that like that I know still watching it? Because I don't believe I know anyone that still watches The Simpsons.
1: It's very strange to me, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure who still <gasps> watches it. I know there's, I know a, a few diehard fans, but I don't know if they watch it every week.
0: Garner, did you ever watch The Simpsons?
2: I mean, I, I did. I haven't done it in any steaming amount of frequency in a long time. Do you know anyone that watches it regularly? Not really? Although I am amazed by the <laughs> weird algorithmic tricks that people go to to get it on YouTube and not get it detected by the uh, the auto the mm-hmm. auto finder. Yeah, like, they change del-
1: they change the contrast so it's like like a gray background. No, instead of they, black. They, they they
2: edit the whole thing so it's out of sequence. So the episode like the episode like it's weird where effectively it's jumping between different episodes. Mm. In the middle of it, so you have to know when it went back to part of it, so that, the yes, yeah, so, like, the one that's doing its recognition routine, it doesn't see it. It's Imagine
1: how many videos you have to upload before you break that code. Yeah, it's so like, YouTube, like, YouTube checks every three minutes and, and, and 42 seconds it's just, of I, content. Be, I'm if it's be, shorter I'm being, than that, I'm, then you're I'm, fine.
2: I'm being, I'm being super stereotypical. I'm just picturing some, like, Asian dude of non-determined country of origin smoking it, like, just the cigarette, like... Going after the sixth one just stroked out is like okay we're doing th- we're doing this <clears throat> um, no accent. This sounds
1: like the guys. Um, we're doing this now. I think we I think we've talked about it before, but the guys <coughs> that refer that the Russians that reverse engineered some of the U.S. slot machines.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh
1: yeah 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 like that. <laughs> it's like we're just gonna keep keep hitting the play button until we figure out how this fucking thing works.
0: I actually just this is kind of sidetracking the conversation, although we're kind of just freeforming now anyway. Question first, because I want to know if this is something you guys have had yet. Have you or are you having this mandatory—this is a New York State thing, I believe—mandatory harassment training? Have you had to have that at work yet?
1: My company's had it since the day I was hired. Really? Yeah.
0: Like, we had a little bit of it on orientation, but now, literally, like, t- today, mm-hmm. I had it. I'm not going to give you details of my company, but— uh, it was like they were like no it's like state enforced you have to have this training
1: yeah ours is pretty um ours is pretty pretty easy going there is i believe there's a series of slides you don't have to sit through them and um they haven't really changed throughout the years we had an attorney it, come in and then at the end you sign it you had an attorney we come had in. an
0: attorney come in to present and like they were
1: skyping in from a bunch of different areas and yeah, but your company's much bigger than the one I work for. I believe. How many employees does your company employ?
0: In my location alone, I think it's somewhere around 300 people. But mm-hmm. like, as far as the corporation,
1: yeah, the corporation, I thousands, thousands. Yeah, I'm easily thousands, probably tens of thousands. My company is in one building and we're under 100 people. Gotcha. So we still do a lot of things kind of old school, um, where the training is is just it's a it's a PowerPoint or it's an online slide or something. And what I really like, whoever is doing them for my company, usually you can fast forward through them, which I like because a lot of this stuff I saw, I've seen it year after year after year. Now, I'm sure that there's people out there that feel that you shouldn't be able to fast forward through it, but I still go back to the George Carlin thing where you just don't be a douchebag, you know. The golden rule, if you will. Yeah, the golden rule, you just don't be a douchebag. It's like every single law that exists, just don't be a douchebag.
0: Well, some of the stuff, and Gunnar, you, your your company is kind of weird because it's not necessarily an American company, but have you had to have the training? Do you guys have to have this like yearly training?
2: Not yet. I mean, like, we had to have the active shooter one, but that's...
0: This is literally harassment. It focuses a lot on sexual harassment, gonna, but it's harassment in, in general. I'm going to be interested in
2: seeing like, well, you mean like, you know, and I mean like I know that
1: Yeah, cuz they tell you like what you can't do. Well, the like weird you're thing not was, even supposed to compliment somebody on their clothing.
0: You can
2: you can do it once, um, but like
0: once it's not it's weird, dude, because like some of this stuff I really wanted to ask questions, but I could tell it's not a forum where questions are really like mm-hmm. If you ask, start asking questions, it's almost like the people behind you are might. You feel like don't ask fucking questions. Everything's fine. Yeah, here. it's like, like we uh, don't want attention here. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's like going to like like a like a child trafficking um, seminar, right? And you're learning about the different tra- trafficking rings. If you start asking questions that are a little bit too specific about how people are getting caught, people are going to start thinking that you are trafficking children.
0: Right. So this is the question. This is the question. because So this attorney Mm -hmm. said, um, in this instance, there was a woman and she worked with all guys. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And the guys would make, you know, lewd jokes, kind of dirty jokes, and she would laugh. Mm -hmm. And then eventually she would start making jokes, too. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, one day she filed a sexual harassment report.
1: Mm hmm.
0: And she was like, you know, is she in the right? And everyone's like, well, not really. But she's like, no, she was. And it was kind of like it would be one thing if after a while of making dirty jokes, this one person that you worked with who was maybe, you know, maybe different from you or whatever, didn't kind of join join in on it. And then maybe you should get the hint like they're not into this. They're laughing, yes, but if they're not really engaging and they're not initiating it at all, they're not. You know, we should probably think about this. I could totally, totally see that because, you know, this person's uncomfortable and they just want to fit in at work. They just want work to go as easy as possible. It's work. It's not like it's going to be easy. But if you actively engage in making the same jokes and you kind of join in, why do you all of a sudden, for whatever reason, I kind of feel like it's live by the sword, die by the sword. If you're not engaging, but you're laughing at it. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean she she obviously violated the policy herself if the policy doesn't permit that. But like I mean if you were to put it into a different context, let's say, um, let's say there's a strict rule there's no drinking alcohol on premise, right? Sure. And let's say there's four guys and each one of them happen to bring a flask with them and the last hour of their shift they take the flask out and they, they, they all do a shot together at the end of their shift. And they keep doing it around her and they keep doing it around her and they keep doing it around her. And they, in, in, in this case, they actually ask her over and over and over to, to, to do a shot out of the flask. And one day she decides, you know what, I'm doing this. I'm going to do the shot out of the flask because I want these guys to stop, to just stop harassing me. I, I, I feel uncomfortable because I feel like I'm not welcome. That, that shot that she takes may actually be the catalyst. That makes her go back and say there is a problem and i know that there's a problem because i was taken out of my comfort zone in order to do the shot now when it comes to this harassment that you're taught well i mean I i hate to use the word harassment because i'm a firm believer that that you can say anything in the right audience and it's not offensive and you can say that exact same thing to another audience and make them all upset right and it all comes down to um, it all comes down to your audience. That's not to say that one audience is better than the other, but it's to say that you can say you can you can walk up to somebody and say that your boss is an ass fuck without making a sexual innuendo about him. It can just be in your you know language your way of being upset with him without you being, you know, actually saying that my boss likes to be fucked in the ass or vice versa. I think in in the right company, you can say whatever you want. Um, I think
2: you'll find most bosses don't like being fucked in the ass.
1: I I, I, I don't know. But what I'm saying is that that there's... The words have to be taken out of the context that they're set in, and the audience is part of that context. Um, I've worked with, uh, you know, even even in my current job, I work with some females that have zero tolerance, and they tell that they are very vocal about this. They have zero tolerance about that type of talk, and I have worked with other females that are completely fine. Sure. With that type of talk. And when I say that type of talk, it's something as simple as like a that's what she said joke, right? Sure. That's what she said. Is th- There is no that's what he said, right? It's always that's what she said. So by nature is a phrase that could be interpreted as sexist. Sure. However, there's it, it always works, you know the male doesn't need to be the aggressor when that's what she said, right? The female could be the aggressor in a lot of those scenarios. And I know it because we say it all the time. And, and, you know, the girls that I work with, there's one that that we simply don't use that language around her at all because we know it's extremely offensive to her. She just doesn't want to hear it. And she will tell us that it's inappropriate for work. Whereas the other ones, you know, um, are fine with it. But we actually, in my, we actually bought a button That said, That's what she said when you hit it. And whenever somebody made a joke, you know, you would go and hit that button. So, like, uh, my boss's first name is Dick, right? You can use his name in almost any context, and it turns into a penis joke. So, people would be running over and hitting that button and hitting that button and hitting that button. But, you know, after taking sexual harassment training, I realize... That button's got to go.
0: Well, that's the thing. Like, so the two parts of it, I guess. She bring, the attorney puts this slide up, and it was like tolerance versus welcoming. Uh huh. And I was kind of like, like, and she was kind of going over like, like in a court case or how the how the government sees it. Yeah. And I really wanted to ask, not because I had any vested interest, but I was interest, but I was curious. Like, okay, how does the law work? What are the conditions that have to be met Mm -hmm. in order for to to for it to switch from tolerance to welcoming? Like, how do you identify that? Right. Because it just seems, and the fact is, there was no good answer. Mm -hmm. Essentially, that training was like, shut your fucking mouth, don't talk to other people unless it's business related, and let that be that.
1: And that's. I I I have an I have an old coworker, and in a conference room. It was him and another girl that he worked with and everybody else had left the conference room. And he pulled his penis out and showed it to her in the conference room. What the fuck? And and she actually didn't want it to get back to management because she she liked him. She realized that he had like misread some body signals from her and she did not want she did not want him to be fired about it. And she accidentally was out drinking one night and slipped it to one of her friends. One of her friends went back and told management, and they didn't fire him. And I've Eesh. never heard of anything like this. Yeah, before. that's actually,
0: I'll be honest with you. If you're fucking dumb enough at work, listen, whatever happens off work grounds, although I do believe that stuff that happens off work grounds can absolutely impact stuff that happens at work. If they were at some bar, they were in some intimate setting or something like that, that's one thing. But if they fucking if you did that at work, you're a fucking moron, and whatever happens to you, you deserve for it to happen to you.
1: Yeah, and he and he kept his job, which I thought was crazy, given the fact that uh, that it was something so blatantly like fireable. But he kept his job even after his boss found out. That was a really really interesting case to me. But the other interesting thing is, most people that I know met their spouse at work anyway. And so it's not to say that you can pull your penis out at work, but I mean, a lot who has, of ro-
2: who hasn't done that.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you gotta go. You gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> you gotta
0: get ready somehow. No, you, you, you,
2: super, you, you gotta get down on your knees to get no, ready, you ready you somehow. You, no, you superman that shit. <laughs> yeah. Superman that shit the fuck is the head
1: you don't know what superman that
0: is are we talking about pissing yes
1: oh i i, I, I thought I, you're talking about soldier boy
2: no 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 Oh I god we know. can talk about that fucker uh, though we'll, we'll we, talk about we him talk in a couple soldier minutes boy, no superman superman is when you just you, you 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 bust it open like you're you're about to like you're taking off your, your pants and shirt so you you're flying in the superman costume but you put both hands on ah.
1: your hips. Oh, yeah, that's not what supermanning is when your penis comes out. You got it wrong. <laughs> uh, you, know. you got some dated definition. That, your hey, definition uh, this of supermanning is, the child, this is, the is child hanging out like, at the Fencer Films website. They got shut down 20 years ago.
2: Uh, it's the childlike, innocent one, not the one where you, not the one that involves pegging.
1: <laughs> I know what
0: your supermanning is.
2: Um, but, but my back to my thing.
0: Everyone today after that training, and I wonder if it's maybe similar to you. Like no one joked around. They're all staring at at the ground. Yeah, no one wrong. I'm not gonna talk about the. I got some pretty bad news at the beginning of the shift, so I wasn't in a great mood anyway. But I mean, everyone. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Like there was no even joking around at all. It was kind of like everyone's looking at, and and everyone felt like paranoid around each other. It seemed like it's like, geez, I don't know what would be offensive and not offensive.
1: We um, uh, we had a um, a sweater day thing, which is cool. The president said, "Hey, wear sweaters," and um, or sweatshirts. Sorry. And uh, I'm wearing a sweater now, and I was not wearing a sweatshirt. I don't like the way they make me look. You know, I think they look great when you're homesick. I don't really care for the look of a sweatshirt, and. I'm like, well, I'm not wearing a sweatshirt to work. I think it'll be acceptable if I wear a sweater instead. And uh, one of the guys I work with, and he was on one of our first podcast episodes. um, One of the guys I work with, um, he's grown out his beard, and he's been, he sits in a cubicle by the air conditioner. So he has to cover his, he has to cover his, he's bald and he's got to cover his head. And he wears like some type of like winter hat, and ma- and I look over at him, and I'm constantly like making jokes, and I'm like, and I'm like, man, you look like you look like there's a homeless person that moved into your cube today, and uh, you know, so so sweatshirt day comes around, and I, I walk over to him and I go, you know what, I was looking forward to seeing you in a sweatshirt because now it brings the whole homeless package together, and he turns to me and he goes. He goes, well, yeah, I decided not to come to work dressed like a queer, like you and your queer tight uh, sweater that you're wearing. And I laughed my ass off because I I love being made fun of. But what's insane is he's not allowed to say that. Right. Like you can't actually call somebody queer in the workplace anymore. It's completely like people getting upset and hr getting involved and like you actually can't get away with saying that anymore and um it's just crazy like it's crazy because i remember growing up and in terms of endearment were calling somebody gay like yeah well that's because you're gay
0: i mean i go i guess though the the point of that is like your homophobic slur like why does why does that like why does that get to be an acceptable term of endearment right like i guess mm-hmm. there's an argument for it
1: and i'm not saying it's acceptable i just happen to have been alive during a period of time where it really wasn't intended i don't know it was like a dual it purpose wasn't a word. malicious intent thing yeah
0: like it wasn't like oh god don't call me gay, it's such mm-hmm. a terrible thing. You know what I mean? It was like mm-hmm.
1: But in this case, he was I mean, without without a doubt, it was supposed to be an insult. Right. Right? Like I'm a manly man and you look like a queer. And I don't know. Maybe maybe there's a little bit maybe there's a little bit of a side of me that's that's evil if I do laugh at that. Ah, I don't know. Gunnar, what do you think?
2: Well, you know, I was, I was never in the cool kid category, regardless. Anyways, although I did, I did enjoy, I did enjoy the uh, escalation of the DJ Jazzy, jo- Jazzy Jeff video popery, <laughs> RoboCop Chinese Acrobat thing. Which we had to put the kibosh
1: on, but... Yeah, so Gunner's talking about a specific case of harassment where I was... <laughs> it was all... Both, both, both emotional, physical, and sexual. No sexual. And um, no physical either. I don't know where that's coming from. You um,
2: farted on his desk? No. That in didn't your happen. mind?
1: That didn't happen. Even, even if mindful. I did that, is that even physical? Is that physical harassment? I think it's physical harassment.
2: Desk?
0: If you fart on... Some, well, I guess on their desk, if, so long as it dissipates... But there's still some but remnants fart- of poop particles. Just yeah, you you
2: you you've laid the eggs for fart go- for fart goblins all over his uh, all over his. Did uh, they, like
1: swab your desk for fart particles?
2: Did you know that there's DNA in fart particles?
1: <laughs> Is there a fart kit for that? <laughs> I
2: don't.
0: I not that I'm aware of. Nothing that well, nothing that I've used. <laughs> e- so yeah, you yet- need <laughs> a special
2: flashlight.
1: So, um, a So special flashlight. He he says DJ Jazzy Jeff, but um. Gunner's actually mixing some old coworkers. And with, there was with certain, DJ Jazzy yes. Jess, who was a DJ. But anyways, this guy's this guy went by DJ. Um, I'm,
2: I'm I'm trying to keep names anonymous by jumbling them so that you have to figure things out. Dude, no, Dude. we'll
1: give him a fucking. We'll plug him. We'll plug yeah. him as a DJ. No, so yeah, I guess his name isn't that important, and I probably shouldn't say it, but he. Well, on the side, he did did some DJ work. And I started talking to him about some audio equipment because I have some experience with some (laughs) audio equipment. Um, And then I started getting into, like, the mixing. And he's like, dude, my remixes are so good. And I'm like, what fucking software do you use? And he told me, I don't even remember what it was, like hip-hop shit. Software. I don't know what it was called. And I'm like, well, that's the shittiest software. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. All you're doing is you're just beat mapping two fucking songs and calling it a remix. That's not a remix. That's just like you shitting on a CD. And I was tr- kind of trolling him or whatever. And uh, I ended up getting man i fucking i looked for the app on android like two weeks ago because it was so good but i ended up making these fucking songs about him which that's where i kind of took it like too far and um it was like the app what the app would do is it would auto-tune your voice to some random melody Is this
0: the same thing you use oh triple fry baby is this the same software
1: it might be oh, yeah jesus christ yeah, it might be. Um, and I forgot. I've come what to the,
0: conclusion.
1: Yeah, I forgot what the software was <laughs> called. Um, but what would happen is you could just kind of talk, and then it would auto tune your voice and it would put it to this beat. And I would say, you know, hey, I'm DJ, we'll say Jazzy Jeff, even though that's not what his name was. And I'm like, uh, this is the remix. And. <laughs> And I just keep saying my name over and over. And it wasn't really that good. But what happened was um, some of the other staff, like I shared it with one of them, like I, like I sent him like the MP3 an email, and he just fucking cranked it on his desktop computer speakers. And he sat right next to him. So he started hearing the song. And eventually he listened and he heard his name. And he's like, what's happening? So because well,
2: they're all they're all bullying immature assholes who can't fucking handle a joke like a fucking like we are we like were men. we were
1: bullying assholes and the guy I mean he's a systems administrator that was blasting the music so he went into the fucking email system and purged the email because you know whatever get rid of the evidence and then I made another one. <laughs> And there ended up being three versions. There was like a slow version of the song and there was a fast version of the song and he'd blast them on his speakers. And of course we were told we could no longer play that song in the office. Um, so we stopped playing the song in the office, but the damage was kind of already done. By then it, it had already like grown bigger than itself. And uh, so what I did is I made a fucking SoundCloud page and I got, and I shouldn't have done this, I got the picture of him from, like, one of the systems at work, and I photoshopped, like, the sweet gold necklace on him. <laughs> I put on some glasses, and then I made this DJ name, and I put it across the front of it. And uh, that's where I really went too far by making that SoundCloud page, which is still up. And um, what happened was the uh, he, he went to his, his boss, you know, Ooh. and he's like, He's like, this picture, this picture was taken off of a computer system here at work, and now he's sharing it externally. Yeah. He's like, he's using, you know, this, this guy's using his access, um, you know, to harass me, and uh, and he's, he's right. I did. Um,
0: when was this?
2: I don't know. I've never heard anything about this. It's just
1: like seven or eight years ago. <sighs> okay. Um,
2: or you guys are so bad at the shit. You're so bad at how, like how to construct the scenario and contemporary or com- oh, what's, what's the what's the word that the FBI uses when they have to like bullshit how they got evidence.
1: But like, I mean, it 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 made fun of him. It made fun of him because he was so serious about being a DJ. He, instead of embracing it, and it would have gone away he just got really really upset about it and i understand like that's kind of like how bullying works and i guess maybe that makes me a fucking piece of shit because i because i did this and i pushed this but nowhere in there did we call him names you know it was mo- it was straight up mockery is really what it was right. and yeah i had access to that photo and, and i and i shouldn't have were done that were there any
0: repercussions for you or no
1: um, yeah i mean the boss told me that i had to that i had to discard all copies of the photo um, and I did on the work computers. Um, I I, I, I did on the work computers. I got rid of all the photos on the work computers. I'm
2: going to go home, I'm have to go home and and send you something we, like light,
1: Like we printed the cover. Light we light printed the picture and put it in like a seat. I'm like so a jewel fucking case. going
2: to the SoundCloud page
0: afterwards.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um. So, but you know, that's. I don't know. Is that harassment? Is that hazing? Mm. Is like, I didn't put his real name on there. I didn't, uh, I didn't like actually make fun of anything except for the fact that he was super serious about being a DJ and this was clearly a prank you know, a prank song and a prank photo, um, and a prank site, which still exists. I think it has 37 hits.
0: Ooh, about to have 38 tonight. <laughs> tonight it's going to take fire. This is the remix. Take fire. <laughs> This is the remix. I think that's funny, but
2: never hit the first hit. I got him.
1: I should have found another photo. The thing is, the guy did not have an internet profile, so I couldn't Uh. find one online. And uh, I coincidentally, he um, he did friend me um, eventually. Yeah, yeah. After that settled, he did friend me, but um, I unfriended him. I didn't really care. It's
0: always kind of a weird thing too. Like I do feel bad for those situations. Um, not that one specifically, because I kind of assume you're the type of person that wouldn't fuck with somebody
1: unless they were a real douchebag and kind of deserved it. Um, I was kind of hoping he would warm up to us. Uh, like, I really didn't expect him to be... To, to I really was hoping he would warm up, because if you can't get along with the crew that you work with every single day, then it's going to be tough for you to get work done But I do them. feel
0: bad for people that, like, just aren't tuned that way. Right. And because then once they wreck once they identify like, hey, man, I'm really not into this. It almost gets weird. Right. And it almost yeah. becomes even worse for them because, oh, crap. Like now they're going to treat me really weird. Like I'm like fucking diseased or something. So I do feel I do feel sympathy for situations like that.
1: And I work with an I worked with another guy and he was actually very smart. Um, still is. I still I still talk to him and um, he I did not on friend. But, uh. And I remember, um, like, you know, you marry the person at work. He had met his wife um, or soon-to-be wife at work. And uh, I remember one of my coworkers, he remembered before they got together, he remembered that this guy's girlfriend, um, you know, soon-to-be wife, was hanging out a lot with, with somebody else. And he walks up to him, walks right up to his face, and he says, he says, how can you sleep with her knowing that she fucked that other guy? And he's like, um, well, you know, that was, that's in the past, and, you know, I'm not really worried about her past. And he's like, yeah, but, like, have you actually looked at that guy? Like, he's a douche. Like, how can you be with somebody that was with him, right? And he's like, whatever. Like, this guy's just trying to haze me. He's just trying to get under my skin, whatever that same coworker went down and asked her and he started asking her he's like how could you how could you be with that guy he was a total douche and he actually he actually had to, to he had to talk with him he's like listen you going you coming to me is one thing you want to bust my balls at work that's one thing but you going to my wife about this you're you've you've gone you've gone over the line and if you don't stop i'm going to have to take action and i really respected him for that because he was able to take the the ridicule he was able to take the hazing in his work environment you know try to get along with these guys but he also knew when to escalate it when it was getting yeah well that guy
0: sounded like a fucking loser anyway it's kind of like it's one thing to bust balls about it but then you go down like why are you so
1: interested Like, what do you give a shit? That's that's yeah. It it almost it was almost like obsession at that point. It was very weird. Yeah, very very weird. Um, And the guy that was being made fun of was extremely arrogant. So I understand why he was a target for this. And I I don't necessarily I'm not necessarily against a little bit of that hazing. I think we all get to know each other a little bit better. It is it is a form of bullying though, and. I, what what's tough for me is to know what's right because it's have worked on cohesive teams, teams that bust balls. Yeah, and I don't know what's why. I mean, for Christmas time, we wrapped we wrapped a coworker's desk in in wrapping paper. You know, we put our own time into it. We stayed hours late getting everything done. But we wrapped his entire cubicle, everything is stapler, everything on his desk in wrapping paper, which I know is kind of like a cliche Christmas prank, but you know that's that's an inconvenience to him you know we're all picking on him but at the same token it's kind of it's kind of flattering
0: it's about the climate and the culture yeah. you know what i mean like if you had done that at a, i've worked at several different a lot of different companies some of them where that would be really fucking hilarious and funny but there are others where it's like you would probably lose your job right.
2: so we had one with our previous manager like Three three ticks down, and um, he had been out on vacation or something like that, and um, they'll give away like just random bobble, kind of like you know, just random prizes. They do like the, the spin the wheel, just just something to win for Christmas. No, I mean or like just it, just, it, just in general. Like you for, do for, it. You'll have you have like a promo piece. Like it was like a, they were like novelty foam coins or something like that. The big squishy foam. Okay we filled all his filing cabinets over his desk with these coins while he was gone because we knew that he didn't open them on a regular basis which would be fine except he then proceeded to have a sit down meeting in his office with the effectively the president or the 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 the, 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 the functional operating the main operating officer of the company in there and when he went to go pull a binder out of this thing like we put them under pressure like we we we, we spent a while because it was over for. so it. yes we booby trapped it so it's just it, it, it they exploded out on mass just poof. you know and never mind like the lack of professional decorum it's also just like there's a certain there's a certain kind of person that can handle that situation you know, there's two things, which is that you, you you get to have a certain level of unflappability to sell that. Because, you know, it's perceived power, it's achieved power. Sure. But, you, 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 like, to, to, to even go back to kind of that thing where you're going back and asking his wife about that, it's like, it's not even so much, it's, it's not that you want an answer. It's the fact that I'm asking the question. The question is what's really, the act of asking the question is what's important there. And it's kind of that that I, I get where I get where like there's the zero tolerance thing on the harassment thing because it's not even it's not even so much that it's funny it's that you, like you feel like you're in a position that you can say shit like that you sure. know and how that like yeah is, you're, that, is that
0: really you're like, treating someone essentially in those instances that you're talking about not in the coins in a in a filing cabinet but in those other instances that's like what that's why the laws exist because at some point somebody felt like that they could make someone else feel like they were beneath them and that it was right. perfectly
2: acceptable and that it was okay. Did anybody get in trouble for the coins thing? Uh, no. Because, although they they supposedly, I guess I got blown in for it, but it's also like, I guess I don't know, you know, unlike most of my youth, I don't seem like a person that would be sold on that most, you know, or I, would, I don't seem like a person that would do something like that. Although I totally did. Um, well, no, because I'm, 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 de- like I won't execute, but I'm the person who solves problems. So even if we're doing something immensely dumb, I'm the person that tries. Like, okay, this is how we exceed, This is how we achieve this particular. This objective. is how we make it work. I may yes. not take
0: an active role in it but if you have a problem making it work i, I will come up with the yes, solution yes I, well,
2: I did actively participate because i was the person who did, did devise the actual spring tension level to, to to ensure that it would it would the trap would not be armed see cuz you know despite 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 the number of people oh yes <laughs>
0: we're looking at the picture from 8 years ago it's fantastic
2: it's not gotten any better <laughs>
1: You see those those Photoshop sunglasses
0: I do I like the sunglasses And the the Jesus chain Is very nice Thank
1: you
2: (laughs) Jizzle 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 Jazz Jizzle
1: It's it's a nice song It's a good song I mean I put a lot of time I put like I think it took me a minute To sing it into the The free app I think it took me longer to actually find a way to to save the song because you had to pay like ninety nine cents. <laughs> it took me longer to actually find a way to save the song than it did to make the entire song. Well, um,
0: <laughs> my other problem with this attorney, not to beat this this uh, thing up, was like she made she had this other other case where these these five men worked on a construction team for this super, and the super would like get in their face and scream at them or call them lazy or there was a heavier guy he would be called Twinkie. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, but is this actual like harassment?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And she's like, no, because she wasn't harassing them about a protected, what the courts protect like a protected thing like gender or disability. And I'm kind of like, if you did that to a cop, they would arrest you for harassment.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, but but you're saying that 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 a fat guy was called what Twinkie Twinkie like the like you know like the hostess, uh, how the fuck is that not harassment?
0: Like that's what my thing is. Like he's okay because c- well, he's overweight f- and it's like he could be fucking protect, diabetic,
1: but the courts don't protect that.
0: No. no, it was up to the company and the company. Disciplined so what the you guy. can
1: fucking be insecure about?
0: That was my problem with it. It's like because it it's because he didn't call him. I mean, G- uh, pick something because he didn't call him faggot, because he didn't call him, you know, a racial slur, because he didn't call him a sexual slur. Or, yeah. You know, I mean, like a pussy or like, you know what I mean? Like, but but because he called him because he's making fun of him being fat. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like the fact. The fact is that somebody actually gets in your face. That's blo- That's like blocking regular movements, which is in like sexual harassment legislation, legislative uh, jargon or whatever. Like that's one of the things. Like that's part of sexual harassment. But if he didn't intend to harass you sexually, but he's still fucking harassing you. You know what I mean? Like you're in my personal space here.
1: Yeah, and that's. It was really weird. It, it it almost comes down to the thought police, and the thought police is a scary concept because that's why I think context is so important. If if I feel comfortable with somebody calling me fucking twinkie every day I go to work, then of course I wouldn't consider that harassment. But if my first day on the job I get called twinkie and I'm I'm specifically called that because, you know, because of of a serious insecurity like my weight, which might be very difficult for me to control, then maybe it, maybe that is harassment in that context.
0: Well, I kind of feel like what's the difference between somebody calling somebody a twinkie because they're fat or a twinkie because they're gay mm-hmm. what's is is there really that much of a difference you're being a derogatory asshole yeah and if you don't have the relationship with that person where frankly that person can make fun of you as well for something that you might be insecure about then i think it's harassment either way yeah and
1: don't get me wrong and it should be i don't know it's, it's just weird it's it, tough because like you use, you use a derogatory term, but it's almost like a sign of affection towards somebody or terms of endearment towards somebody. Nobody's going to be offended by that because they can tell. But even if it gets out of hand, the worst case of it getting out of hand is that you're enforcing your power over somebody, which is a problem, but yeah. that's a problem that human resources is kind of designed to handle. Sure. However, if you switch that right and you instead of just just harassing somebody, you turn it into sexual harassment they're really the a company can't ever have any tolerance that is okay, right They can't ever advertise, oh hey, by the way, um there's certain there's certain forms of sexual harassment that we embrace here. no company's ever going to say that, no company's going to say, "Hey, we have a that's what she said policy Yeah, no, and I understand that so it's like but it just seems th- weird to me if they're wrapping them both into one training, right? It almost seems like it's it's a strange way to deliver them both because you if you're going to get all this flexibility on the twinkie side, right? you're not going to get all that flexibility on the nice ass and I, side.
0: And I I felt like that was completely lost mm. in the in the presentation. It was kind of like I had a difficult time with the well, it was maybe you could say it was harassment, but but because it wasn't of a protected thing, it wasn't harassment in the eyes of the law. It was mm-hmm. harassment. But my whole thing is like, dude, you do that to a fucking cop? I've seen it happen. People get in a cop's face and they fucking bust, they cuff your ass, dig you downtown, literally for harassment. And yeah, it's is it? It's a fine and maybe a night in the clink if you're drunk. But like, it's not. You can get arrested for harassment. That's against the law too. But it's weird, like, because if it happens at work and it's not, there's not a physical altercation. It's just a weird it's just a
1: weird thing. It's like you can call anybody a Twinkie unless they're a cop. Or if they're gay.
0: Right. You know what I mean? It was kinda of, i felt like it was like well, that's not harassment and that's more for your company to figure out but if if it's to a gay person for something that like for a sexual orientation or for like a disability or something like that, well now your ass is in trouble with the state. Yeah. And it was kinda of like, man. It was just gray lines, and literally, I really felt like the whole thing was it was pretty much just shut your mouth, don't joke around at all, yeah. Just be robots and fucking do your jobs, and that's it.
1: And, and I, you know, I I'm and it's not possible. I'm glad that I'm glad that we're trying to be trained to be more sensitive to people. Yeah, absolutely. Because, because you know, as much as I say, hey, when I was growing up, calling somebody gay were terms of endearment. I understand why it was the wrong word to use because. An outsider doesn't know that that's terms of endearment. And the outsider may be offended by that.
0: And, and, and frankly, like, and I don't, I think you. we should all be sensitive to it. Um, t- to any fucking slur. Like, you should not just, <laughs> I'll give me another example. And this has nothing to do with work. This is actually a personal story. So uh, the night before Christmas Eve this past year, um, I got engaged uh and we went to this party what's his name <laughs> it's it's shauna yeah <laughs> it's gunner gunner and i are getting engaged we you're are engaged so, you're so gay we are flamingly gay love you gunner um but we went to this party uh it was uh shauna's mom's friend um then everyone's drinking and having a good time. And, you know, it's celebrating as well for us. But also, it's the holidays, right? Everyone's kick, kick, cutting loose. And there's this guy here. And he's pretty loud. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was having a conversation with this other guy. And I, you know, I had a few drinks. And I went over and I talked for, got a good probably 35, 40 minutes. And I pretty much agreed with a lot of what the guys were saying. I made some counterpoints. There was some political stuff. But for the most part, they were they were pretty left leaning I'm like central left um, but I agreed with pretty much everything they said mm-hmm. and you know and, and just all, if anything augmented some points mm-hmm. thought everything was fine so the guy he was short he's probably like 5'6 five, 5'5 five, five. He, uh, he he goes up to Shauna and is like oh great congratulations you're marrying a real douchebag and i laughed because mm-hmm. i'm i'm pretty drunk mm-hmm. but then like i'm sitting down and he keeps calling me douchebag and mm-hmm. he's like well oh, i'm sitting on that stool it looks like i got something up his ass or something and he's like, mm-hmm. like a stick up his ass he he's like tearing me down and i'm kind of i'm really drunk but i'm a mixed company mm-hmm. and so i'm not saying anything until finally like i said it really loud but i didn't mean to but i was like really drunk at this point because they kept feeding me drinks and they were strong i was like shauna I really don't like that John guy. And -hmm. she was like, shut up. I was like, what? He keeps calling me douchebag. I don't Mm -hmm. even know him. And she was like, you're being loud. I'm like, okay. So then I just, Mm -hmm. I didn't say anything. And uh, afterwards, I didn't care, right? I just figured he's drunk or whatever. But I guess a lot of people at the party got offended, like, for me, because he's not normally like that. Mm -hmm. So apparently he was kind of like, almost like testing me and being a jerk Mm -hmm. and it it was it's kind of like that's a pretty good example like yeah i didn't get offended because frankly you should have gone
1: to the police wade.
0: i know i should have right but the thing is (laughs) and but here's the thing maybe if he was maybe if it was a little bit different like he was a bigger a bigger dude and he was trying to serve i felt he was like if he was like if there was an actual threat right like maybe i would have if I felt like he was trying to assert his dominance, like I definitely was, would have
1: had a different reaction. Like if some Twinkie came up to you.
0: But it, but he it was just some little guy. Like, and I didn't care because there's nothing that he could do to touch me physically. Definitely not.
1: Who the fuck calls somebody? Who calls a human a Twinkie?
0: I don't know. That was the word that she said.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. But it's
0: kind of like you should probably use discretion and not, like, just jump in and mm-hmm. start, like, hara- Like, not even harassing because that's what harassing kind of is. Like, stop trying to haze them or, yeah. like... Just get to know the person a little bit better mm-hmm. before you start, you know, can't you, flinging can't out you terms of endearment. just
2: get a little love in your heart? Yeah. What? Just a, just a little love in your heart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I think, feel like it's kind of like that. It's like use better judgment. Get to know the person really, really well before you start just slinging out like, hey, douchebag or hey, Twinkie or hey, whatever. Mm-hmm. Term of
1: endearment you think it is, but. You can get to know their limits pretty quickly.
0: Well, I mean that's what we do, right? We test limits specifically mm-hmm. males. I feel like all this shit is is because of males. I don't feel females.
1: Males are more direct about it. <coughs> females do it too. I mean, we're gender typing, but yeah, it's probably um, probably a bad way to go. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I, I see why
2: are you being pick fuck ignorant.
1: I, don't know. I see females do it too, but it's um, it's usually not as direct. You know, it, it would it's in some and a lot of the time I feel like it's misinterpreted. It's. Does it? Do you ever
0: feel, because in dynamics, even in like friend dynamics and stuff, males typically I feel have, maybe there's a pecking order, but there's always, everyone has their own space and it's their fucking space. Whereas I feel like in, in like a female hierarchy, no one has their own space. There's like a lead and everyone has to fucking fall in line.
1: I mean, it's tough for me because we happen to be a group of friends that have been friends for a long time. And we're a a pretty large group of friends that have been friends for a long time. So I don't think that it's typical.
0: Yeah, maybe you're right.
1: So it's hard for me to relate, you know, but um, when you're talking about like the hierarchy, you're talking about like like women as like friends, as like a social structure. Do you mean like in the workplace too?
0: I kind of feel like throughout, we should have a female on for this. Maybe we shouldn't even continue this conversation.
1: <laughs> Wade's afraid he's going to offend half the population. Yeah, no shit. Um, well, you know, uh, another topic that we were considering talking about was... Um, Soldier, Boy? <laughs> Soldier yeah, Boy? Soldier Boy. You yeah. heard about Soldier Boy, right? Welcome Superman. we going to run
2: front line on my No. Um, no.
1: We'll oh, Soldier
0: Boy's Fort getting N- sued by Fort Nintendo, Nintendo and possibly Sony.
1: Oh yeah, what did he do? He so, oh no, oh yeah, I, I know, I know, I know. Okay. Yeah, Soldier Boy teamed up with some knockoff, um, like like Nintendo manufacturer and made a game console. Some right?
0: Chinese, I think it's. Called, I think you can get it on Ali, as Alibaba or something uh-huh. like that. Is the website? Yeah. So essentially, he took all these knockoff consoles with mm-hmm. thousands of like old school mm-hmm. ROMs. They endorsed him, yeah. And he like he didn't even change anything. He just called it like the Soldier Console, whatever the fuck he called it, Mm -hmm. the Soldier game. And and the funny thing was, well, a he's like lying about how he's making all these profits or whatever. It's complete bullshit. But he's like on Twitter, like, oh, you fucking homosexual slurs. Nintendo ain't going to do shit. This and that. Y'all need to like. And then all of a sudden, bang. Like, he sends this one text ahead oh, to Boss Up, and that's all he sent, and all the shit came down. Because Nintendo was like, okay, mm-hmm. you're being sued now Yeah, for damages.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I mean, those it, there's a couple of things about that that's funny. Number one, you can't really control the Chinese marketplace, right? You can go after people in the United States that are kind of becoming, you know, a brand ambassador for some product in China possibly, I don't know how. Um, it's a weird, I don't know how that works, like the international sales, but you're here. Well, he
0: was essentially, was just drop shipping.
1: He was just yeah. throwing his name on yeah. this shit. And, uh, but you can get them right now. I mean, Alibaba didn't stop listing these shitty consoles. Uh, and they aren't the, that bad. No, because, but Soldier Boy's website, Soldier Watch, did. Right, 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 right. Right. Yeah. But the, thi- but the thing is, is that you can still buy them. They're still out there. Um, there's a huge problem where China gets... Intellectual property and they sell it at a fraction of the cost. Um, who's the um, I, I heard a great podcast on NPR's How I Built This. Um, that exercise thing that was created by a uh, I think it was a Navy SEAL, and you like hang it over the back of a door,
0: like the pull up bar,
1: kind of, yeah. It like ha- hangs over the back of a door, but it's like a full body workout. I can't think of the name of it right now, like Grip or something. Anyway, um, he created his own brand, and it was this work, this th- th- this workout thing. And of course, the selling point was that you could do all these workouts. The only thing that you needed was a door. Yeah. I do wonder how many doors got ripped off because <laughs> of this fucking thing. But all you needed was a door, and you could do these workouts. Um, and the guy actually, he came up, he came up with the idea. Um, um, I don't know if maybe you can look up the the name of the product, Gunner, while I'm talking. Um, but the um, he came up with the idea because he was on like a stakeout and he was stuck inside a building. He wasn't allowed to leave the building because it was like a top secret mission. And as he was in this this building, I think he was in there for like a month for the stakeout. And he he in order to be in tip top shape, they this they, they had to find ways to. Uh, to stay in shape and he had come up with some contraption i don't know if he used the belt off of his clothing or if he used a seat belt out of a car but he came up with some contraption where he could do a whole like full body <clears throat> workout in a very very like in a single room in a small space and uh in order to get the product to sell he had to do a lot of research and development on it and um he did end up getting the product to sell, and it was selling very well. But all it took was for one person in China ordering his product, just cloning it, right. and then selling it cheaper. Um, you didn't happen to find it, did you, got i still looking. Um, <clears throat> the problem that he faced was that even though he had a design patent and whatever on his product, Amazon... Um, was allowing the sales of the knockoff products. Oh, TRX. TRX, yep. TRX. TRX
0: is the name of the product?
1: Yeah. So it took him a while. I believe he said it cost It cost $2 million to create the product, and it cost, I want to say, $21 million to defend it. Jesus Christ my numbers might well, be on I mean like that but it was an. it was like 10 times the cost of creating it it did to defend the product he had to get it out of the Amazon stores and the first battle was getting Amazon to stop allowing anything but his like people that he said were were really his product from selling under the name TRx and at first uh, they were able to get the TRx, Name off, and he was able to fix that with Amazon. But the problem was, is that people would search for it on TRX. Then they'd go to Google and search for the cheap version of TRX. They'd find out the name. Then they'd go back to Amazon and they search the cheap one. So Amazon would say people who searched for TRX often also searched for, yeah. and then the knockups knockoffs would come back under the other name. And uh, so you know, back to the whole Soldier Boy thing. It's very difficult to prevent this from happening. I, he's obviously, like, shouldn't be doing this. I mean, this is not his intellectual property. Right,
0: but and I think that's kind of the point of it. It's like, dude, you didn't even put any effort into this. You literally just drop-shipped a bunch of fucking stuff, threw your name on it, and said, These, this is my new console. So I don't hustle, think you did any hustlers research Hustlers
2: got What you hating on?
0: Yeah, but it's... Like, it took zero effort. You're literally... You're a fucking idiot.
2: I mean, I don't... Or, do you remember... Uh, Cayman Technologies, the guys who did the Segway.
1: Um.
2: Well, you, you know the Segway, right? Yeah. All right. So, uh, actually, it was the same company that um was cranking out the hoverboards. And the the because the, the hoverboards were actually cl- most of the hoverboards that caught on fire were clones from this one.
1: Yeah, I, re- I remember everybody complaining about the hoverboard clones catching on fire.
2: Well. So, um, there was a Chinese company that basically said, fuck you guys, we're gonna, we're we're gonna make our own segues regardless. And, you know, you talk about that, like his 20, you know, like you're saying, like, you're amazed that like how much money he spent defending that came and went under and got bought out by the company, the Chinese company that was making knockoffs of their tech. Yeah. Because crazy. They because just put, they, their, their volume of sales put them out of, of, business, sales, them out and of
1: business and then bought them anyways. It's fucking insane. Yeah, and and that what what the what the the founder of TRX was was trying to explain was he had to charge more because he had the millions of dollars worth of research that had to go into getting this product just right. Once the product was just right, yeah, anybody could clone it. Because it was just right, it had the right type of material, and I mean, he would, these plastic clips were breaking. I mean, you imagine people falling on the floor oh, using this up exercise good. machine. Yeah, it costs a lot of money to go through the research and development to perfect the product, but then once it's perfected, you can send, you know, somebody in China can send it to a lab, find out exactly the types of plastic made out of reverse Bang. engineering. We're, put,
0: we're doing it for thirty bucks at the right. most. Absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely a problem. It's definitely. It definitely sucks, you know. It's but I, I thought it was that Soldier Boy thing. I did That was just like an ins- interesting little blurb in both the gaming community and the fucking legal kind of community. Um, but speaking of segways catching on fire, Trace, you saw a documentary on was it Fire Fest or was it just called Fire?
1: Both. Yeah. So the app is because <laughs> everybody's on Netflix and they're seeing it and they're like, "Oh, should I play that?" And uh, yeah, it's a documentary about. Um, the Fire Festival, but it was it, it, the festival was to celebrate the app and the app was called Fire. And the uh. app was a collaboration between um, this entrepreneur that started a credit card company um, and you know went on to, to bigger and better things. Um, this entrepreneur and uh, and job ja rule created an app called Fire. And the app is actually a, it was it was a, a perfectly legitimate concept. And what Fire was supposed to do is, it was supposed to make it easier to book um, to book musicians for private events. So if you you know if you had like um, if you were rich and you could spend twenty, thirty, fifty thousand on a concert, and you wanted Kid Rock to play there, um, mm-hmm. you could bid on Kid Rock for a weekend. And if he wanted to, you know, he could fly out and and put on a concert, a private show for for you, and maybe maybe it's a company event. Maybe it's um, maybe it's a birthday. Uh, now, you know, here's maybe question. it's a
0: wedding. And maybe they didn't go into this many details. It sounds actually like a pretty legitimate and like in innovative kind yeah. of invention. Was it like just large scale or was it like no, like you're like a small little bar in Poughkeepsie, New York, and uh, it, it you're was, just looking for acts, period. Can you go through a bunch yeah. of acts that would be available?
1: The, the thing is, is the large scale already had ways to contact the musicians because they were already being taken seriously, right? right. So if you're a venue and you got, whether it's 800 seats, 4,000 seats, or 40,000 seats, if you're a venue, you call up, you know the jargon, you know who to call, you know how to talk to the booking agents. The booking agents know that you're a legitimate venue. So even if you're a small venue, right, for the right price, they're going to come out. It was really intended for for the um, for the small time uh, things where you know, your company your company might have enough money to to get you know one of these bands that was, it was super popular 10 years ago, um, not so popular now but still touring. Your company might have enough money to bring them to your company picnic. And that makes your company look super cool. It's not a whole lot of money in the grand scheme of things for your company. So it's like, hey, let's do this, you know, let's bring you know, let's bring one of these bands in.
0: Would this include logistics as well like this price? Like like would the small venue, I mean, have to set up, be
1: responsible for setup? Oh, or? See this is
2: this is that, this is where, that's, the, this that's is a where good the dick question. sucking this is where the
1: dick sucking came in. <laughs> well that's good. So Gunnar's talking about sucking. the concert. Yeah, there's logistics <laughs> with the concert. Um the concert that they that they put on was, was supposed to be paid for by themselves so um, all of the dick sucking that, that Gunnar is talking about um, was in regards to them pulling off an impossible concert for themselves it wasn't a person you know the average Joe although you could say that the CEO of the company is just the average Joe but uh, but yeah I don't know about the logistics side of it Wade I would say okay. that um, that that's an excellent question and the thing is is so, so the Sapphire you know um spoiler alert, but you can tell by watching the fucking Netflix preview. If you didn't hear
0: about this two years yeah. ago or three years ago, whenever it actually happened. Yeah. The
1: app actually had to be had had to die because of all the bad PR that they got from this failed concert. And I mean it was really bad. Like the what they what they promised and what they pulled off for this concert was really bad. But um, the PR was so bad that they actually that the app couldn't survive. Ja Rule actually went and found another entrepreneur to team with to re to bring back the app idea because he still believes in the app idea. So those questions can probably be answered. Like how, how like like when you say logistics, right? It's like it's like how do you set up a stage yeah. in a freaking backyard? Right. Right. Stuff like that, right? Like, like
0: I would assume that's part of the app, like there's like a third party to it where it's like you can get this act, crew. and then there's also going to be, the like, the moving mm-hmm. company is going to come in here and set the shit up, and the techs and it, all, stuff it, are going to get ready. I
1: heard in this area DJ Jazzy Jeff shows up. Ooh. I hope so. I heard he shows up with all the equipment, Dude, and he's the Grandmaster I DJ.
0: Check out his, I can't wait to check out his,
2: his SoundCloud page. Jim, Jiminy Cricket.
1: You will be... Uh, oh, I did say Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy in it. Cricket. Um, you will be You will be completely underwhelmed when you Cricket. listen to the song, but I would be happy I to share with you. Um,
2: but it, it, it amused our one coworker whose name rhymes with Ryan so um, much
1: <laughs> uh so so with this with this concert um this is where they sand they kind of sandbag themselves and this is just so fucking crazy um, the executive of this you know the, this entrepreneur guy, the, the the co-founder of of this fire company, and maybe maybe it got to his head because he's hanging out with these celebrities, right? Because he's got it, he's got to have ways to talk to the booking agents. So at some point in time, he's going to start feeling like a celebrity himself. But he decided to use um, company funds to buy an island. To rent an island or buy an island? To buy one.
2: Because you can do that. Down down and. I know, I know a guy, he did that in um, Panama.
1: It was actually, the price actually didn't sound as crazy as I would have expected, but um, he put a million dollars down, it was a $10 million island, and he bought it from uh, like the estate of Pablo Escobar. Huh. Okay. And it was one of his islands, and it did have some structures on it, like it had some buildings and stuff. But besides that, it was pretty much just a plain island. And uh, so he bought the island, and he brought a bunch of supermodels there, and he came up with this idea of this fire festival and he said this fire festival is going to be the most exclusive concert and you know it's like we're going to just charge like these astronomical ticket prices but you're going to get like a private jet you're going to be able to hang out with these models and it's just going to be like the most exclusive festival ever." i
0: fucking hate it already but keep going
1: well it probably would have been a terrific idea if he sold a hundred tickets right because you could get in a couple of yachts right when i say yacht, i mean because the yacht can provide air conditioning the yacht can provide a place to go to the bathroom and if the yacht's big enough you can actually like have a working crew on the yacht to you know actually make food and serve it you sell 100 tickets or even 500 tickets you can really pull off this like quote-unquote exclusive thing with these high ticket prices it's still hard to make money off of it because that should cost a lot of money. If you yeah. ever been to a wedding on a boat,
0: well, frankly, to be honest with you, uh, once it, like I'm like it would have to be uh, ten thousand dollars or how much ticket?
1: I haven't, I haven't, and I haven't told you the okay, ticket price never mind. yet. Keep going. Sorry. Um, so now that you know a little bit about this island, what would you say the maximum attendance for Fire Festival should be? This exclusive thing. Um, on a remote island. With on a private remote jets. island.
0: How big is the island, roughly?
1: Um, let's say let's say the island's one mile,
0: like a a square mile. Sure. Maybe I guess maybe you could fit two to three. Maybe 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 on the top end, I don't know, comfortably stay. How long is the is the festival? Like a week?
1: Let's say it's three days.
0: Three days. I don't think you could have more than like eight. Seven eight thousand people on that island, it would be fucking scary as far okay. as okay.
1: Seven eight thousand people physically on the island, right? And that but would be pushing like the when you mentioned the, logistics earlier,
0: yeah. Uh, there aren't enough fucking private jets, I don't even know how you would do that.
1: And where do they sleep?
0: Yeah, I don't like unless you had buildings already, but right. then it's like then it's like nothing exclusive or extravagant. You're essentially in fucking dorm rooms, you'd have to be
1: right, yeah. So, really, you'd have to be like. In the hundreds
0: oh, yeah, to well, really yeah.
1: pull this off because sure. they'd have to be sleeping on a boat because there's no, there is no house. Right. There is no, I mean, unless you started a few years in advance and you build, build out the hotels. But like you said, it still wouldn't be that exclusive. No. Right. He sold 10,000 tickets. Wow. In two days and he sold out. At how much ticket? They started at 4,000.
0: Okay. That sounds relatively, I don't know, like kind of...
1: Kind of profitable?
0: Not, 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 I don't know about profitable because what I'm thinking of, I assume at this fire Festival you're going to have some big-ass name bands, and I
1: would assume that those big-ass name bands are going to charge a lot of money. He got Blink-182 and Major laser to say yes. Really? Yeah.
0: That's not that impressive. That's not... Uh, those,
1: those were the headliners.
0: Um... I, I don't know. Like I guess if I was going to this festival and those were the headliners, four thousand tickets way too steep. Mm-hmm. Unless there was some other awesome shit going on, like yeah, he crazy he said there. Yep.
1: So um, part of the package was some fancy food. Um, the the accommodations were supposed to be top notch, and this is this is where it starts getting strange because when he sold these tickets, he's, he put private jet on there. But there's you can't get ten thousand private jets in and out of an island. How do dude? Think about at the airport. Even like, if you double them up, even if you quadruple them up, it's too many jets. You're talking
0: about two thousand private jets
1: taking off from
0: one place, and it's just logistically impossible.
1: And in in the logistics are, are are really the the only problem with this dream. I mean, there's other problems, and 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 um, you, when you watch the documentary, you find out how many of them, but. You actually, unless you use a ferry or something, you need to pick an island that has a runway that can support a commercial airliner. You can't do a little tiny unless plane. Unless you chartered a cruise ship or a couple of cruise yeah. ships. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe you could do that. And, Some and luxury the, cruise ships, The cruise
1: ship probably might have fixed it if, if he could have booked it in that amount of time because with the cruise ship, you would have had all of the, all of the rooms yeah, as well. You got well. all
0: the amenities.
1: Yeah. Um, but... Uh, it, no, don't get me
0: wrong, it's still a fucking nightmare getting everybody on and off that boat at once to go down to this festival and shit.
1: Yeah, well, it the, 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 it, it collapsed the first day. I mean, it, <laughs> he, he only got a third of the attendees on the island, and they couldn't fit anymore. And it wasn't his island. He had to go to an island that actually could land a commercial airliner on.
0: And then they ferried people from
1: that island? No, he had it on that island. Oh. He actually didn't have it on the island he said he was going to have it on. And— um, And the island that he did have it on he was trying to get the same population of that island or maybe more than that island there just for a concert. They just didn't have
0: they just didn't have
1: they didn't have infrastructure. No. And he picked the most popular tourist weekend for that island.
0: And I also heard like like the food, like they were like cheese sandwiches, like shitty, like like my thought process is when it's devolved down to that and it's gotten that bad. What makes you think that putting a little shitty cheese sandwich in some crappy Styrofoam is even remotely acceptable Right, and is not more of an insult and mm-hmm.
1: more irritating? But, at this, but you, what you also have to realize, Wade, is that there's a certain point where people just need to eat food. Sure. You know what I mean? No, I get and this. a slice of bread is all you're going to get on this island because there's no food left. Jesus there's Christ. more people on this island than the island was prepared for. There's actually no food left. There's there no is place no place to go. There's no restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that, I mean, I'm kind of spoiling the documentary if people are going to watch it, but there's still plenty to watch. And it's, I'm sure there's plenty it's, of. It's a great documentary. I
0: mean, Gunnar talked about people sucking dick for water.
2: Potentially sucking dick.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, the quote that he that he decided to pull out, I think, is um, he likes the phrase of you know this old guy um, talking about sucking dick for water. But um, there was a problem with the I, with I, the I, imported I, I, goods, and there was a like a tariff that had to be paid, like a customs.
2: We th- needed to take th- one for <laughs> the team, man. We needed to take one for the team.
1: And the yeah the the owner of the con- the. The entrepreneur of the you know the owner of the company calls up his this guy and he's an investor and he's like he's like you know if you're in this with me i need you to take one for the team i need you to go to this customs officer and i need you to suck on his dick because we can't get we can't get the water into the island we actually can't pay they want 1.1 million dollars to like as a fine for importing all of this water and we, we we don't have the money. We're actually out of money, and I can't pay him. I need you to go down there and to suck his dick. And the guy goes down, and he's like, um, we don't have the money, but I'm good for my word. We'll pay you after this concert's done. Um, and, of course, Customs was okay with that, and he didn't need to suck his dick. <laughs> but for some reason, in the interview with Netflix, this guy made it very obvious that he was willing to suck a dick Jesus to Christ. get the water into the island.
0: That's disturbing. Yeah. Well, that's... It's definitely something that, even though I kind of know the ins and outs of it now, I'm gonna check it out because it was kind of a nightmare. But I thought it was very funny.
2: And uh,
0: Gunner's got something for us. Here's your dude. Oh Jesus, that was the guy that was willing to. That's he looks like a refined like
1: like a professor or something. Yeah, yeah.
0: Man, that's some mm-hmm. desperate times, I guess. Um, I, I think like with the Firefest, fest, like what I also liked was. And I don't really—maybe I didn't like, but it's kind of like everyone that did get fucked over on that, no one felt that bad for them because it's like you were willing to spend $4,000 on this fucking very elite and exclusive thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Eh.
1: And that that was—that's the strangest part about all of this. I mean, these people did get ripped off. Yeah, you feel kind of bad for that, but— But, but most people don't feel that bad for somebody who's, who's just perfectly willing to pay an exorbitant price— for a mediocre experience right without you clearly didn't do your research you let these people
0: lie to you and maybe they were good at lying but it doesn't really sound like they were sound like yeah. this was like you didn't even think
1: this shit through yeah a lot of a lot of people lost a lot of money off of that a lot of hearts broken a lot of rich people's <laughs> hearts broken. but i mean i i would actually yeah there's there's going to be a good portion of them that are just loaded and they're just going to pay. Whatever. I would actually,
0: I would actually this argue prob- that like the really, really rich people, no fucking really, really rich person right. even fucking talk that shit. Yeah, it's too. They risky. were like, yeah. yeah right.
1: Most of it would be people that want to be able to brag about going. The to fucking idiots. Yeah,
0: yeah, the ones that wanted it as like a as a trophy, some sort right. of like status thing. Mm-hmm. Morons. I don't feel bad for morons. Gunnar, you had we have a little bit of time left,
2: and you had some tech stuff you might no, want to touch base on. I just well, it, so it's funny cuz now we're kind of like in this period we we effectively so yeah let, let, let's let's frame this a little bit so CES just happened AMD started pro, you know CES AMD computer, uh, consumer, consumer electronics electronic show show yes okay and that so takes a- place last weekend right yeah where uh las vegas okay perfect sorry so AMD got to have the show keynote which is like super rare all that stuff but yeah they and they talked about they talked mad shit about all their upcoming stuff and it's just funny because effectively we had the last major like change was I'd say like when did Ivy bridge come out like 2007 2008 I don't know sandy bridge somewhere around there I'm not sure. We, well, but yeah, effectively, we had to, we've been kind of you know like the video card the video card industry has been you know like at least on the GPU side we've been sitting on our laurels for probably the last five years you know like there's nothing there's nothing new there
0: no innovation going on with not the any, architecture not, well, yeah, of the chips yeah because chip you know AMD stuff.
2: AMD couldn't bring anything AMD couldn't bring anything really worth fighting no. like so. Their, they're big, their big number, like, you know, as they come out, like, because they just, they, the, part of the CES, which is weird in and of itself, they announced a successor to their big, the big card that they had there. They lose money on every single one. On every card that they produce? Yes. Like, no, I mean, like, literally, literally, it is, it is impossible to make money on their flagship product. <laughs> and.
1: It sounds like the fire app. <laughs> Take it back.
2: Well, no, it's just that maybe that's a tech thing in general. But, um, you know, so um, it's just. So I was uh, I was reading an article today and it was um, one of the one of the ideas, one of the one of the predicates that they were discussing was that in a modern consumer capitalist economy, you never get A.I., and the reason you never get AI is because it's always it's almost always cheaper to pay some fucking retiree to do a Mechanical Turk kind of answer to pretend to be the machine, you know, pretend to be this abstract that you know, like it, it's cheaper to pay meat bots to fill in the role of doing an N- N- AI style ag- algorithm task, you know, like you might have something like Mechanical Turk, and it got me thinking because. It's it's we you know that it's not entirely an unwarranted consideration because we saw what happened when there was no like actual like technology did not improve for technology's sake like Intel 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 you can you can go after what like Intel has not made any meaningful improvements on their products for the last like eight nine years well and let's let's be let's peel this
0: back a little bit um for those that are not like build your own computer type of diy diy people um let's rip back the veil dude it seems like every fucking month there's a new chipset or a new card coming out that's better bigger and better than the other one it's a shitty market to be in and these companies dictate that that happens like they continually try to outdo each other, and you're just essentially watering down the
2: products that come out. So, so and actually, so in where where this where this goes in particular. Um, so, I've been working on uh, a certain science slash or computer science slash engineering arts and crafts project. Okay. And it's funny because. At one point, Intel was very big into this whole thing, the whole Internet of Things market, where um, they went all in. So um, what I think one of Intel's biggest problems was that because AMD was not providing any. you You had two things, which is that Intel had three competitors and two of its best ones were itself. Which is that Intel had old hardware on the market that didn't have any, you know, like what was not really that marginally worse off than their new products. And when they were going after this Internet of Things slash low power device thing, like they were trying deliberately, you know, like, the, 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 there was a separate division. So they would build these devices and then like the other half of the company that does like the high margin stuff like the server and desktop and laptop portion of it mm-hmm. would tell them to eat shit and like start like taking things out. And why, why I say this is that like um, they had this uh, whole series of products for um, like crazy automation stuff. Um, I ended up buying a bunch of uh, these uh like... Atom system-on-module computers called Jules. Okay. So it's like four gigabyte, you know, four gigabytes of memory, four core processor, like one point something gig, or, you know. But it's a desktop. Like it's you know it's even like because they have the compute sticks and stuff like this, but it's 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 even better than a compute stick because it can like it has all the stuff hanging off of it. Okay. So you ha- you can like have multi you can have a hard drive, you can have a 4K display, a camera, everything else. And it's just funny because they were kind of pitching it as this competitor to the you know like people didn't know what to do with it at the time it came out because it was like something the size of a raspberry Pi, but it was like 400 bucks a pop
0: and it was significantly more powerful
2: well yes and well and the thing is is that like the 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 deal with it was yeah. is that it was
1: it, more capable because of the architecture is compatible with Software's been written for well, the it's, last. It's,
2: it's, it's running Ubuntu. I mean, like it's 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 thirty forty it's, years. Gotcha. It's it's something the size. It's because yeah, like you know the compute sticks. I mean, like people think like a, a compute stick is like the size of a knife, like about the length of an iPhone. Okay. A joule is something like the size of a thumb drive that has that kind of power off of it. It runs off of five volts, so you can do you know like it, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy and. The thing is, is that like they went all in, they were, they were advertising the heck out of it. And then within a year and a half, Intel was like, oh, we're dropping all of, we're dropping all of this. Mm -hmm. And what makes me crazy is that like, you know, like I'm buying this, I'm buying this hardware to do this project, but it's not like, it's not something I can design around going forward. So I go to look at the other things. You know, like the other competitor, because like so the other the other big competitor in this space was Samsung. Okay. And um, This would
1: be ARM based, though, right?
2: Well, yeah. Uh, actually, so Samsung has their own proprietary uh, build of the ARM, like the ARM A57 or something like it. So it's a six, it, it, like it, it, it's a 64-bit ARM CPU, but it's an octa-core. So you have like. Four high speed cores and four like low speed cores. Is it what their phones use too? Yes, actually. It's it's actually what's in the note in the mm-hmm. the new the, the new galaxies. Um, and they make you know like there, there's a there's a partner company that they have called Odroid, which makes um, Raspberry Pi competitors with the old Note 3 guts effectively.
0: So these competitors you've looked into them because uh, Intel is no longer doing
2: it. Well yeah, and it's it but, but the the problem is is that part of it was um at, at least from the, the jewel, I mean like there were certain bits missing from it. Um but it's like a fucking MacBook, you know like you you what you wonder like again it's like it, it's we I, so I guess we're I guess we're maybe in the context. So the 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 reason I got the jewels is I'm trying to build my own like crazy steroid addled version of Google Glass. Okay. So it is, but it, it is effectively a full desk, it is a full desktop in that, for, you know, it, it is an effectively a desktop power, I mean like kind of a shitty one, but a desktop level computer in a head-mounted augmented reality display. Okay. Nobody makes anything. In this, in, in in this in this space, at this point, like mm-hmm. Samsung's end of lifing all of their Internet of Things modules that could even remotely compare to it, and even them, they're they're like shitty because they only have a gigabyte of memory. Like it's just, it's how do you how do you go backwards now, from a
1: thing that's obsolete? No, I don't want to sound uh, rude when I come off with this question, but when you started talking, you were talking about CES and AMD.
2: Well, and, and it's it's because where where it was is that so intel has all of a sudden um rapidly changed how their product plans are coming out the last year and it, part of it was C, part of this the ces thing with amd is kind of this crescendo of amd was in serious trouble. Didn't have anything. Didn't have any compelling products worth buying. And all of a sudden, everything they make is a compelling product.
1: So and, they and, made some announcements that you're excited about. Is that what you're kind of saying?
2: Well, yes. Because it, it, it's it's funny because like in, uh, where where I guess where this goes is that um AMD has. It's not this. It's not the same size factor, but AMD is actually shipping a Ryzen like CPU integrated graphics core mm-hmm. in this space as well. But it, it it's like you can you know like you talk about the the, the future or something like it, it, there is. I guess where I'm going is that. We are at a point where we actually should have had like usable where like we should have had usable wearable technology. I don't know. Like know. The enabled, I mean, no, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm being completely. You
0: really honest. think? Like, I, I'm. Not, I wish that was the case, but if it's not profitable, it's not going to happen. Is that the point you're making? Well,
2: it's not. It's not it's even like the matter. profits
0: are kind of stunting the the
2: the growth of what technology could be. Well, it, again, it it's the problem. It's the problem when you have. Market forces, and you only have two two actual players in the same market, but that the, one of the one of those players is so big that they actually internally compete with each other. It's like why GM. It's like why GM fucked itself so up so much in the seventies was that each of the divisions was working against each other.
0: Well, let's like face it, and like you use the word, and I guess you use the word capitalistic. I don't feel like. Anything that we are experiencing currently is truly capitalism, because there is too much market saturation. Like there, it's too much Coca Colas, too much Pepsi's, not enough Trace's soda company, not enough Gunner's ice cream company. I think that's you don't have a fucking chance, Trace, of ever making a soda company, and Gunner, you don't really have a chance of making a successful ice cream company. And the reason for that is because. Coke and Pepsi you, you, already are too big of machines, and they're not going to allow you into this space. You,
2: you don't know that. Maybe I come up with a highly addictive chemical that, that's only proprietarily prepared Person, by me. If
0: you can fucking beat Ben and Jerry's, by all means, I, I urge you to. But I'll, even if you could...
2: I'll make an ice cream worth of you sucking my dick for. How about that? How about <laughs> that? That's
0: good. Dick, dick suck. Dick suck. <laughs> I'm sure with that marketing campaign, it'll do very well, Gunnar. But I think like a lot of people bang on capitalism and it's like you're you're not experiencing capitalism. True capitalism is a f- completely uh, fair market where anyone can with the proper effort and, and research make a product and make a go at it. There's way too much market saturation right now and how you... There's been a lot less, significantly less antitrust uh, cases against major corporations in the past 20-30 years and until... This is why you sometimes need government to step in and regulate shit. It's not to, it's not to take away the the freedoms of people. It's to help preserve capitalism, which capitalism in its base form, I think, can be a positive thing. I think it's ultimately a great thing. But right now, what what we're being sold is, oh, we're, we live in a capitalist society. No, we fucking don't. There's market saturation is the natural
2: enemy to cap to true capitalism. You know, you- you you, you you may want to phrase that from a from a chronological standpoint we we live, it, we, live it, we live in end stage capitalism i i don't know i we, wouldn't like i said the, i wouldn't know, call late, it we live late, in late capitalism. late late stage but you know cuz yeah. well, cuz the thing is is that it, it it's it's you know cellular automata like chaos aggregators like you know eventually eventually somebody has to win Right, you're you right. Know, and, and maybe it's maybe
0: it's just like this is the end of the cycle of capitalism. Yeah, so maybe
2: you know, that's it. And it's either Star Trek utopian future slash weird fascist overtones that people don't talk about, or we pay old people to pretend to be mechanical turks. Because AI is a big term investment, and it's always cheaper just to pay people to pretend to answer, the, you know, pretend. To answer the question.
1: I think for for a lot of things, um, especially complex products, products that require um, you know tens, twenties of okay. years of engineering, okay. it's difficult to have competition. Sure, we're actually I think we're kind of lucky that there is like Intel has it has actually a competitor. Right, I think we're lucky from a consumer perspective because the chances of two processor manufacturers that are compatible with each other Um, and you actually have an option when you buy a PC is kind of nice so from that perspective I think it's too complex I think the same thing with automobile I mean Elon Musk has made has made a pretty good uh, run for uh, a pretty good run at making a company and succeeding despite the difficulties but I feel like a lot of that is because he, I mean, he's got the perseverance, but on top of that, he also has the funding.
0: Well, I, he has the funding is a major thing. And frankly, he has been smart in keeping his company's portfolio var- varied. He doesn't just sink it. because, And you can tell that. Because I can't fucking afford a Tesla. I mean, right. like maybe I could, but it would be a major, major oh,
1: financial Christ investment. Model well, three, Model three, you could do. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not familiar with the Model three. The Model three is the one that that, that he had all the production um, issues with in okay. the past year, and he finally started cranking out more cars. Um, the Model three, actually, if you um, when you're in the throughway. Look for a Tesla that doesn't look like a Tesla. Okay. And you you can tell because it looks like there's a, looks looks like there's an iPad glued to the center of the dashboard, um, that, and you'll know because you're not allowed to have a laptop in the middle of the dashboard. <laughs> um, but the Model Three, I believe, their their entry level, it's still high, but their entry level is under forty thousand dollars. Forty six thousand. Is the is the entry Tesla Model Three MSRP? Well, he promised he'd be offering him for thirty-five, so that might be the mid-range.
0: Yeah, maybe. But, eh, something to look up. But either way, yeah, it's to research it, it, it,
1: it's an expensive small car, but it's it's closer to the price range that somebody like you or I would be able to jump right. into. Do
2: build your own?
1: So, like, when it comes to capitalism, I think that there are some things like. That have required so many years of engineering that it's it's difficult for there to be competition. But I think that there's some signs that capitalism kind of still has, um, still has some potential in the United States. One of them is something like Facebook Marketplace. Now I know we promised to never talk about Facebook on the podcast because <laughs> it just gets super um, negative. But um, Facebook Marketplace has kind of replaced Craigslist. Sure. And with Facebook Marketplace, you can actually make and sell something um, without a whole lot of like paying advertisers and getting inside some type of distribution uh, medium. And that doesn't mean that you can sell ice cream on there. Right. I don't know anybody that would buy ice cream off of Facebook Ooh, Marketplace. You can't sell
0: beer off there either. You can. Those are just examples, right?
1: But Etsy, on the other hand, somebody might buy ice cream off of Etsy. Right, they might have some fancy type of ice cream that they want to buy or sell on Arte- Etsy.
2: Artisanal ice cream.
1: Artisanal ice cream, yeah. So when I see, like stuff like Etsy, um, I think it's pretty cool, and I think that you know capitalism might still be around and it still might be available. But yeah, there is some services that are so difficult to create or products that are so difficult to create that it's almost impossible to have competition. Competition can't just rise up. I, but I,
0: and I think for the most part, um, there are a lot of industries that are like that, but I don't think consumables is one of them, but it right. is. Right, 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 right. Like? Like baby powder. Like, yeah, beer. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It, beer is actually the one of the industries that's trending back towards yeah. a, a more uh, consumer-friendly industry. I mean, uh, just 10 years ago, domestics uh, accounted for like, I forget the statistic when we were selling beer. I wanted to say they, you know, f- 10, 15 years ago, domestics accounted for like 85 to 90% of the beer and now it only counts for like 60, 55 to 6 or mm-hmm. not 55, but like 60, 65%. Craft beer, i.e., local beer is yeah. gaining in popularity.
1: Yeah. So yeah, know, that's
0: that's encouraging, I think.
1: Yeah, I think I think that that's um that's a step in the right direction. Um but there's other consumables that really take you turning something upside down and on its head um do you remember when method uh uh hand uh or uh hand soap dish soap um and like counter cleaner do you remember when method was brand spanking new i don't they're like the clear bottles their hand soap uh, yeah. is like it's like a um it's like the cliche it's like a teardrop shape for their yes. hand soap but uh you know i mean the the founder I believe he actually drank drank his own soap on the air to, like to, prove, it to was prove it's organic. Safe it's safe and organic. Yeah, it's safe. Okay. Um, you know, stuff like that, when I see stuff like that happen, but a lot of the times it still ends up getting bought out by the major.
0: Well, it's going to. You don't, like. Yeah. And frankly, it's not like you, I, or Gunnar... If we created something, and, and I mean, Trace, you're probably closest, closer than Gunner and I, but like, fuck it, this podcast, if a fucking major label wanted to offer us fucking money that would set us and our families up for life, like, how the fuck can you not jump at that opportunity? You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. well, here's, the, here's the question you always have to ask. Why the fuck do you want to give me all that money? What am I fucking missing here? Mm-hmm. Because if you want to offer me all that money, it must be worth significantly more.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of a, a toss-up. With a podcast like form of entertainment, I wouldn't feel as guilty about it. But like you know, with my own company, um, you know, I sell software, and the software that I sell, I sell directly to the people that buy it. They have my email address, and when they have problems with the software, they email me, um, my older brother is my business partner, um, and then I have some people that do help um, for me. And they get one of us. They get a direct uh, line of communication with us. And if they have a problem, then we connect to their computer and we help them out. And that's a personal connection that each one of our clients gets. And even though we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of clients around the world, and each client might have 5, 10, 100 different employees that could talk to us. They do get that connection. The moment that we sell out to a big software company like Microsoft or Oracle or Google or whoever, that personal connection is lost. Sure. And it would break my heart to do that. And it would be a very difficult decision to make. In that case, when you're like, you know, why would they buy it? What's what's it worth? Well, in that case, there's books that show how much it's worth. Sure. Right. You can look at how much we've made in the last five years and be like, okay, well, there's the price tag. Right, we we believe if if you keep you keep selling you know this growth for the next five years that your company's worth this much or they look at the potential. We may have you know we may have three four five six hundred clients around the world, but we might only be getting a quarter of the amount of money that we could be. Uh, they might be able to turn you know turn our licensing around.
0: And they might they would probably turn. with a large corporation it's all about networking. They could get you the hundreds you have now could turn to thousands of customers. Sure.
1: Yeah. Sure. So, so like in that case, like I would actually, I would actually have to stop and say, you know, do I let go of my baby, and you know, watch somebody else raise it to feed your own babies? Well, I, actually, I
2: wanted. Right. I actually wanted to ask you about this because did you see what went down with uh, MongoDB?
1: No. So You're talking about Amazon, yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Are, are, are are like are you cursorily familiar with that whole license change? No. Um,
1: so uh, what MongoDB is is anybody that needs to store data like enterprise data like big company data they got to pick a database. Amazon has, from what I understand, it is a, it is a they snagged an open source database project. Kind of rewrote portions of it, right? Well, so uh, and they sell it under the MongoDB name, right?
2: Well, so so Mongo is actually its own its own distribution. So what Amazon was doing mm-hmm. was uh, because of the way that they were running it in an AWS instance, they were kind of circumventing Mongo's.
1: Oh, so Mo- you're saying Mongo was a standalone project? Yes. Okay. And it's not based off of one of the major databases. No. Okay. So Maria 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 DB is the fork of right MySQL. Right, right, right. Okay. So, so they got Mongo, and they're they're somehow bypassing some oh, cause, licensing.
2: Yes. So because of the way that AWS was instantiating it as a cloud instance, they weren't paying. The, the gist was is that Amazon brought all their support. So like you know like Red Hat does red hat support so if you want to you want you actually want support for your server os you get a support contract through them although oracle did that where they were like they did the fork for secure linux or something or like their their oracle secure linux or something. anyways um they kind of did it as an fu where they were doing they they would offer red hat support instead of red hat themselves just to kind of be be the way oracle is But um, Mongo changed its license retroactively to not allow you to do cloud deployments like Amazon was doing. So Amazon's solution was, they took a fork of it from a
1: previous version. Oh, sure. And... Yeah, I'm actually looking it up right now. Um, Yeah, so they picked a stricter license. Um, Software licensing. So software licensing can be very incestual where you can only write code if you use the exact license that you borrowed from when you borrowed somebody else's code. And it sounds like when MongoDB switched, they probably switched so they'd get more money from Amazon. Yeah. And Amazon gave them the big fuck you. And Amazon said, you know what? I'll just go get the version that we had before you changed it because I'm allowed to because that's what the license was. And they said, well, you know, now we'll have our own fork. What do they call their fork? Do they got a name?
2: I don't know what the heck they called They called it off the top of my head. But it, it it's, it, again, because I, I, I think about, you know, not to not to fucking get negative Nancy thoughts in your head. But, like, mm. how, how does that work out? Because, like.
1: You're saying what's keeping a company from taking my code? Is yeah. That what you're well, no, no. I'm Nothing. saying,
2: like, LG. LG but, but, but even that. It's, like, because Nothing. part part of the problem was is that Mongo wasn't concerned about people taking the code. It was the support. And. Amazon basically brought all that stuff in house and like in, in, in a AWS centric mm-hmm. in, in AWS slash Azure centric world where they roll all that fucking stuff out. Yeah, no, like there's, nothing, there's nothing. Did, you, there's nothing preventing
1: there's nothing preventing um most open source projects suffer this. There's nothing preventing a company from taking the code and running with it. Um, and this is where, you know, I watch Shark Tank, and you realize when you watch Shark Tank, sometimes the, the money in a company is not in the product, but it's actually in the people. And you can watch the sharks kind of focus more on the people and be like, you know what, your product, I, your products, you know, is going to make money, whatever. That, but that's not what's getting me excited. What's getting me excited is these people. And um, in the case of, of our product, I think it's a similar scenario where you talk about support. Um, and, and you know we, and we'll have to do an episode about, about my software at some point so I can get into it more fine grained. But the knowledge that we have, we're in a very niche corner of the market, and we deal with a lot of proprietary stuff. And proprietary knowledge is worth money. So even if even if a, a big software company came, or, came along and they just they just took our code, if they wanted to sell it as a service, me and the people that have been working with me on this product for the last five years would have the best portfolio for pitching for that job. The chances of them not just buying us out is pretty slim because we're cheap. We're right. not going to cost all that much. Put
0: the experts on, the, on your own payroll rather than fucking hiring other people to try and figure out what you just did for the past five years Right. and run into the walls that you, you've already ran through.
1: That's that's right, and and although their experts might be able to figure out the hurdles that are coming down the road, um, we have more experience doing that. So there's a good chance that they're going to hit stumbling blocks without us, and they're going to end up coming back, crawling back to us anyway, and saying, you know what, we we stole your code, but now we're coming back. Um, the other thing that's interesting too about these open source things is that they're actually legally. Uh, obligated to give us their changes. And that's what's interesting. They have to actually republish all of the code that they took and the code that they changed. And um, with the MongoDB, they actually have to do that. So uh, the, the trouble is is that now MongoDB, like with the Amazon and the database thing, MongoDB actually can't take their code back because they don't have permission to relicense it. So it starts to get weird. Yeah, It's kind of like, two musicians writing a song together, and then they both decide to get that song and write new songs based on that original work. They can't really cherry-pick from the new songs, but they'll always have the ability to cherry-pick from the old songs.
0: The John
2: Fogarty CCR thing. You sound too much like Creedence. Yes, you sound like too much. Is, su- is like-
1: he the one that was sued for, for his own music? Yeah. Yes. It's
0: he CCR broke
2: up, water. and then
0: they sued him. Because his new stuff sounded too much like CCR. And they tried to sue him for intellectual property, and it's kind of like, yeah, it sounds like CCR because I'm the fucking old lead singer of CCR. (laughs) That's why it sounds like it, because it's me. What
2: what was even crazier was that um, he pulled prince. So, all of the almost all of the Creedence Clearwater revival albums are all him. And he had a touring band that went out, and that or that that and the the rights agency were the ones that went after him, because those guys didn't actually write or play on those recordings. Like they had to learn how to play those songs after the fact. There's a um, uh, this this
0: will be the last thing, and then we'll go because we're running way over on time. Yep. Uh. There is a YouTube that I, channel that I want you guys to check out. It's called Todd in the Shadows. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that's a little bit younger than us, but not much, but he he covers like One Hit Wonderland is one of his series. But there's one called Train Records, and it's about like just records that just went terribly wrong. And CCR's last record is on there, and it go he goes into some of the stuff that all the all the band members have. Or like, you know, they all wanted to start to sing on the records and stuff like mm-hmm. that and it was pretty much fucking silly when you have John Fogarty one of the, I mean, the most recognizable frontman of all time but, 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 you want the fucking bass player to go sing a song and Fogarty was kind of like okay you guys go ahead and do your shit I'm <laughs> singing what I signed up to sing and then I'm fucking out of here mm-hmm. but that being said mm-hmm. check out Todd mm-hmm. in the Shadows Um maybe we can link him in, in the link if we if we find it if not, he, it's not a, he's on a massive channel he's I like his shit. His his stuff's pretty good. He has he does a lot of research and a lot of there's a lot of interesting stories that come out of it. It reminds me a little bit of pop up video or behind the music, but in like a matter of like seven or eight minutes, not like sure. thirty. Are you, are you gonna sure.
2: jump and run? What's that? Are you gonna jump and run?
0: Yes. So with that, I am going to bid all of our listeners to do. do you Thank you for listening,
1: and I I will see you next you time. You. Do you love me too, DJ Crazy? crisis is the remix dj 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 you do, how we should go away DJ 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 DJ